You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 33 of the Corpse Cast. My name is Mike Cadaver, and I love frozen rib sandwiches. And I love tenderness. And that's Shane Diablo, and he loves tenderness. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Oh, what's up, man? Oh, man. You know, living life, doing it, doing it, doing it well. Life is good, man. Life oh, yeah. is good. You life know, is great. You know what? Let me tell you. Let me tell you a little something about life. Yes. Last night, I got to watch an awesome movie. Yeah. Entitled Return of the Living Dead Part 3. Uh-huh. And um, that's it. I, it felt good? It felt really good. It felt good to sit there and watch that movie, man. Yeah. And I'm with you. And uh, that's, you know, it's the best thing about it is I get to come here and me and you are going to talk about it. We get to look at each other and talk about these wacky, wacky movies. And let me tell you something. Now that I know you love tenderness, I think that changes everything, man. I, I've always loved tenderness. Yeah, but I always assumed you were one of those rough riders, one of those guys that loves like getting beat down, getting slapped around. Well, you slap me when you leave here. That's what I'm saying. Maybe now I'll show a little tenderness. Yeah, you know. So there you go. Time, love, and tenderness. That's what I need. <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 reaching out. I'm saying, don't beat me. Well, you know what? Anymore. If if uh, people obviously don't know what we're talking about, but Shane made a delicious video for as a hint. For yes. today's, we're going to be talking about the Damned's 19, what was 77 album? Yes. Entitled Damned. Damned, Damned, Damned. And, uh, of course, as has been the usual for the last few episodes, he's got, he's, uh, you got a little game going. I got a trivia got challenge. A little trivia challenge. And he, he, and he was nice enough to make a, a fun video up on the Facebook group. And yeah. by the way, well, he made it on YouTube, but he posted it to the Facebook group. But if you're not on the Facebook group, people, what's, get on there. Get on there. It's fun stuff happens there. Okay. Yeah, fun, fun stuff. Stuff is always happening. You on know there. what? And, and and I think one of the best things about the uh, the the group is you get to hear uh, people their their point of views, uh, poor points of view. How's that? Sure. From anywhere from you know uh, Manchester, England. Yeah. To Billings, Montana. Hell yeah. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, that's and it's all about that, man. It's, totally. It, it's that's, all about coming together as a group. It's called networking. Networking with friends across the globe. You know what's great, too? Speaking of networking as a group. Yes, what? Do you know a young lady who is sometimes calls the show? Her name is Lauren. Yeah, she called me Stupid Liar. Yeah, last she, well, episode. you are a stupid liar. I, so I know. I don't know what to tell you. I'm fine with that. She is actually spearheading a fun little thing that we're going to be doing on October 6th. Yeah. What is it? It is basically, we're calling it the Netflix slash Skype movie night. And you okay. don't necessarily need Netflix, but it would help. But you do need Skype. What we're going to do is we're going to choose a movie, one probably that's streaming on Netflix. We're all going to sit down, get on Skype, and we're going to chat while we watch it. It's like we're going to be in the same place. The world, the earth is small, people. We can get together. We can. Technology, the robots, the robots have given us this pleasure 
I like technology, but I love not it. as much as I love thee. Oh. Do you know what that's from? No. Come on, a little Napoleon Dynamite. Oh. <laughs> ah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh. Uh, well, okay. So basically what we're doing is we're waiting for Lauren to kind of make her, make her move. Tell us what we're going to be doing. Yeah. So is that the way that's going to work is, A, is there an actual name for what we're calling this? The Skype? The Castinian. Castinian? The, the Castinian movie night. The Corpse Castinian movie night. How's okay. That? That's, Let's just that's do perfect. that. Let's just but do that. we're, she is in charge. Yes. Of, Putting it out there, picking the movie, and, and all but of that. but we'll pimp it. So pe- we that, pimp. That's what I'm saying, people. You got to get on the group because I don't know how many people Skype can have on at the same time, and, and we're gonna have to have you reserve a space. Yeah, you know. So, but I think it's gonna be a fun times. You know, yeah, um, we'll all get on there. We'll talk and you know to what the movie too and we'll... is we've scheduled it, so we're gonna record an episode right before we do that. Right, and so we're gonna be watching it together in the same room. Yeah. Wow. So we're skyping and. And doing all that and watching the movie, and it'll be fun. Turn up! Oh, sorry. The radio! I'm, so, I'm just so used to singing that when, can we, when there's a win. Dude, for and the this trivia is a challenge, yes. can we do that every time? Listen, I don't, I, don't, I don't really know why that became it. Probably because I answered a question, and I just yeah. I went for it when I got it right. Yeah, you gave but the fist that in is, the air. That's the, oh, yeah, I, I do a lot of fists in the air while we're recording. Nobody even knows. Nobody they can don't. see that. But you love to do fists. I love to do fists. I love to do points. And, yeah, it's, it's not working out so well because my wife doesn't like when my son points at her and tells her what's up and stuff like that. Yeah, so I got no, I got to no get rid does. of that. Got to get rid of that habit. But so just so you know, stay tuned to the Facebook page for that. Yeah. And uh we'll light a fire under Lauren's butt and uh, she's going to pick going. the movie and then we're going to go. We're going to do this. We're going to go October 6th. Yes, and it's going to be fun. And it actually works out cuz there was going to be some scheduling issues with the with the, you know, with the with the Bobcats versus Yeah, the, the Bobcats versus uh who? Yeah, and, yeah. Well, well, I don't know who versus the I think that's Jabberwocky. The, I think that's the Aggies of that. But oh. but what do you have the Jabberwocky, the 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 fighting Jabberwockies yeah. that night on the Friday night. So this is October 6th is a Saturday. So Yeah. So we're going to do it all Absolutely, dude. Nice. Do you know where I wish I was right now, kind of? In bed with me? Do you know where oh. I wish, do you know where I wish both of us were right now? Where? Horror Hound in Indianapolis. Oh, yeah. You know, you know what's so funny is I've been to a few Horror Hounds, a couple of Horror Hounds, but every time it's going on, there's just something the whole weekend that's in the back of my mind going, man, I wish I was there. Sure. But man, all I'm saying is I'm looking forward to LA. Dead, LA. In I April. Love LA. You know what would be great? If is that who is that? Who sings that? Eddie Money? That's uh that's the guy that does all the toy story music. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um oh, short man. people got no reason to live. <laughs> I can't remember his name, man. I've I drawn either. a complete blank. But it uh, doesn't matter. But I'm still <laughs> I'm you know, oh, oh my gosh, I can't. Uh, With them oh shit, I little I bitty it. arms and their <laughs> little bitty legs and their. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. What what do you got going on, man? Nothing, man. I just been listening to a hell of a lot of audiobooks. Oh yeah, The Exorcist, huh? Oh, yeah, I, you, you've mentioned that. I pound for pound, mm-hmm. regardless of anyone that doesn't think that it's worth a shit at all, the movie <laughs> or the book. Yeah, whatever. Whatevs. Whatevs. Dude, that audiobook read by William Peter Blatty is phenomenal. And I'm going to grab that from you. I'm going to borrow it from you yes. tonight. So Stacy, don't, don't, don't let me. From the creepy kitsch. Yeah. Me and her had some words back and forth Ooh, I about bet that it. That was awesome. Because she's like totally agreeing with cool. me. 
I wa- I listened to the Hellbound Heart, mm-hmm. and I love that. Totally oh, yeah, love yeah. that. Clyde Barker's Hellbound Heart. It's awesome. Heart. I love that one. And and then The Exorcist this week, and it is fantastic. There there's so much more going on in that book that really? you don't get to well. Don't see let me don't not. let me get no. out of here with with forgetting it. Okay. And I'm not going to give anything away, but anyone that loves audiobooks, <laughs> The Exorcist, read by William Peter Blatty. There's a website called the Audio Book bay.com oh yeah you can go there and get a bunch of kick-ass audiobooks but man it was fantastic i'm looking forward to getting into it man yeah that's all i got man you know what else i'm looking forward to getting into me oh what <laughs> the show voicemails we got we got some voicemails DMs. to get through yes. man um just so you know i have been pretty bad at mentioning what the what the question of the episode is been forgetting right so i'm gonna go ahead and do that now okay question of the episode um, because, you know, we talked about The Guardian, and The Guardian had some great visuals, but all in all, it was kind of a forgettable movie. Right. This relates to that. What is a movie that had great visuals but disappointed you beyond that? That is okay. the question of the episode, and I've got a couple of answers. Hopefully nobody else picks them because I want to feel special and come up with um, other movies that people don't bring up. All right. Anyway, okay, so why don't we just head right into those? Sounds good. Alan called. Mike, Shane, how's it going? What's up, Alan? Uh, first, the thing about giving your Frank Conviction a brain, of course you got to give him a brain. What? Otherwise, you got to fuck him on the air hockey table to get him to move. Oh! They frown on doing that at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, dude. Anyway, on to the question of the episode. There's a movie I watched. Um, It didn't have great visuals, but I kept expecting great visuals, and that's why I sat through it. And, uh... That was the Mothman Prophecy. Oh yeah, that was. I was that a was huge a... fan of the book, and uh, well, plus you it was my favorite cryptid. You know, like are Bigfoot you from that whatever that area? Always thought West Mothman Virginia. Was cool. So I was so freaking excited to see that movie. I was like, yeah, they're gonna show Mothman. They don't show it. But God Richard Gere was thing. in it too. So that movie's a piece of shit, and I hate it. Agreed. Anyway, um, I did sit through it because I kept thinking. Any minute now, they're going to show the monster. No, you Any thought that, minute, that you were going to see did. the gerbil from so, Richard yeah, Gere's butt. my balls. Ooh. Have a good one, man. Did he Talk just say that he let Bye. the gerbil lick his balls? By the way, is that still funny? By the way, the, the, the whole Richard Gere... I'm going to go ahead and say no. Okay. <laughs> well, listen, do you... We really, all know Richard Gere... What, what's his name? Richard, Richard Gere, Gere, yeah. He had a hamster in his ass. No, we don't know that. That is the, that's the urban legend. In fact, they... Dur- did, during uh, the filming of Pretty Woman... How is that the, right? The yeah. hot tub scene where he comes in to <laughs> I've know, never seen listen it. to the Walkman. I've never seen it, dude. Yeah, he's got a hamster in his ass. Dude, you know what's funny that's, about that's that? Fact. Is they mentioned that in I mean it was old it was old like in nineteen ninety six because in the original scream they mentioned that. Like the like Oh yeah. Marilyn Manson's old girlfriend, I can't remember her name, she's hot as oh, shit. Yeah. But Machine she's Machine Gun Leg. Yeah, from, exactly. Uh, from yeah. Rosie M- M- McDougal. Rosie McDougal. Yeah, something yeah, like that. We'll go with but that. yeah, so I mean that's been old for like almost uh you know over fifteen years. So yeah. whatever. Uh awesome. There you go. Uh let's see. Chris from Cinema Corpse called in. Cinema Corpse. Would you Scum. rather let Johnny Crook give you a reach around while watching Opus Live? Yes. And he's blowing in your ear the whole time. Yes. <laughs> or use Monica Bellucci, you know, that naked bitch from I know, Brotherhood. I know who she Wolf is. And, uh, Bram Stoker's She's Dracula. like my girl. Anyway, use her post Indian curry dinner upset stomach mm. diarrhea to jack off while she's in front of you naked playing with herself and promises you can hit it after you blow your load. Mm. Remember, you got to answer. 
promise you can hit it after you blow. Yeah. Um, I'm going with the second. Well, dude, I love Johnny Krugan. He's a handsome young gentleman. But I'll tell you what, Monica Bellucci is the shit for me. No pun intended. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a, you know, a hater on the, you know, if she's hot enough. Did you know who who Monica Bellucci is, dude? She's only like familiar, but she's one of the most beautiful women alive, like ever. Really? Ever in this whole world. I know she's familiar, but my tiny brain says I can't remember what yeah, she she's, looks like. She's been nude in a couple movies. One was Bram Stoker's Dracula from uh, 1992. Hot. Oh, one of the wives, one of uh, Dracula's oh, wives. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. She, honestly, she is one of the most beautiful women that I've ever laid eyes upon. I'd let, you know, throw up whatever. I'd go with number two. Sorry, Johnny. But I'll tell you what, though, I wouldn't turn Johnny down. I mean, if it was an either or, I'd pick Monica. But if it was a hey both, okay. Well, I think Chris was saying, like, for the the Monica Bellucci was for both of us. But the Ooh, Johnny yeah. Krug Opeth yeah. rock concert was probably more. Well, he knows I love Johnny love, Krug. You love he knows Johnny I love Krug, Opeth. and you love Opeth. Yeah. So I think that's more of the reach around thing is more meant for you. So I'm going number two. I'm still going to go see Opeth with Johnny Krug. Okay? Yeah. Okay. But the hand job does sound okay. But, you know, you get all mixed up in the music, and you're like, oh, this is sounding so good. Nelson, hey, what's that? He's like, hey, here's a Johnny finger Krug's for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, you know, thanks for buying the ticket. Oh, dude. Oh. Uh, I hate this guy. Why don't we go ahead and uh, Aaron call it? What's what's with that? Last episode, Mike, you asked what the hell that was. That is my Down syndrome voice. I know that's rude. Talking like a retard. That's rude. It's his trademark. Uh, uh, It's not PC. Guys, fresh guys. It's trademark. (laughs) That was uh, a reference to South Park. Cartman pretends to be a retard to get into the Special Olympics. (laughs) Uh, I'm being told we have a clip, so let's play that. Okay, cool. Day day. Hey, guys, what's going on? Oh, yeah. A couple episodes ago, you guys were talking about horror hosts, and I said we didn't have any. I'm a Touch of Downs 90s kid. I wasn't kidding there. I literally have a Touch of Downs. No, Um, we know. It's a huge, long fucking story, which I'm sure you don't want to get into, maybe on the group, but I literally have a Touch of Downs in the face. (laughs) Oh. Which is awesome because I'm 100% white, no Jew, no ethnic, no any of that. And my whole life, I've had people asking me if I'm Chinese or Japanese or Dirty Jewish. Dirty Because he's got, got that uh, when you paint your nose. Because of my fucking squinty weird. downs eyes. It's <laughs> really bright out. I'll look like fucking French Stewart. Little touch of downs. Yep. How many Asians do you know are walking around with green eyes? How yeah. fucking stupid and racially unaware are people? Come on. True. <laughs> Quest to the episode. What movie has great imagery, an but as a whole, eyes, it's it shit as garbage, as Shane says. For me, I want to say anything by Argento. Oh, Spiria, what? beautiful movie. The lighting, oh, ridiculous. The colors, all that shit. I love some There's of no way I can follow of any of those stuff. fucking stories. They're already confusing enough. That's because you got to touch it down. They're shittily dubbed into English. Oh, not shittily, awesomely. It's a good movie, but I'm not that huge of a fan. But the imagery in it, huge-ass hotel, huge yeah, wide great. shots. That's great. But I think uh, Stanley Kubrick put something about that in his will, that when he dies, he never wants the movies to be remastered in widescreen. It had to be in full screen or something like that. Hmm. I give a lot of movies sort of a free pass, or like they get some kind of leniency from me. Any movie that's set in the forest in autumn. I was born the first day of fall, so I got a friggin' rager. 
It might be a shit movie, but I'll go back and rewatch it a bunch of times just because the scenery is so awesome. There's a trauma movie called Igor and the Lunatics, which is a terrible shit garbage movie. (laughs) 75% of it's all out in the woods in the middle of fall. Awesome. Cabin Fever. I'm pretty sure if that movie was set in, like, I don't know, the city or something, it'd be shit garbage to me, but... Any movie that's shot with a 16-millimeter like, camera like that, in the dude. forest yeah, and I fucking like autumn and I'm there. That's I think a, that's, that's cool, it, dude. so on to my dumb shit, as usual. For last episode, Shane, I know you don't like Bush, and you don't want any girl to have any pubic hair. You want her to look like she's... I paused it. I paused it. See, that's, that's, I, that's not true. I like prim, proper, shaved. You know, you can give manicured, me the Mr. T. Manicured thing. Okay. Give me Mr. T. Whoa, 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 give me, give me, you know, whatever. The Mr. But, T was like popular in the nineties, dude. But I'm saying like shaved down, you know, not so much, uh, afro on top. You know, but, it's, you know, it's funny is when he said that you don't, he knows you don't like Bush. I thought he was talking about the band. I got a machine head. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, who likes, I, I literally thought that too for a split <laughs> second. Listen, I was like, outside of anybody who was alive in 90, what was it like 95 to 98? Nobody likes Bush people. Okay. Do you know that song? What's it called about the Esquiline or something like that? No, no. Let me tell you something. That's I'm, about, I, I'm like going to tell you something. Anal lubing. Oh, it is. It's called glycerine. Glycerine. It yeah. must be a skin. Yeah. I'm sinking in. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, do you want to hear something funny? About anal sex. Is I'm not going to say man. how far I went with a girl, but a girl allowed me to do whatever I wanted. Give her some glycerine. Because I played that song in a band of mine. We covered that song. Oh, and it was hot, dude. And it was when the band was out doing their thing, and I just got a little... I sat on like a bar stool and just got a guitar. Oh, that's so out. gay and so awesome. Totally. And I played that song, and, and I'm not saying, because this is pre-wife, okay? I'm not going to say what happened. All I'm going to say is something happened, okay? So Bush... Maybe the that's why I like thing Bush that so would much. make it hotter what? is if you said, I was on the bar stool, I played the song, she she connected eyes with me. No, we did. And I had a whole fanny pack full of glycerine. <laughs> no. You know. Yeah, no. No, that's that's yeah. not your... I didn't have it. Listen, no. I like to write it dry, baby. I like to start it dry. I like to create... Never mind. Anyway, why don't we finish his voicemail? Pig! 13 down there. That's fine. Here in Canada, we don't have a choice. If your pubes don't look like Vaughn's beard by winter, <laughs> you will lose your dick to frostbite. I'm not even kidding. Oh, my. The last couple episodes, you guys have been mentioning the band I feel like Slaughter. We in California. I love Slaughter. I thinking you're talking about the death metal band from Toronto. No. Every time you say that, I'm like, how the hell do they know about Slaughter? No, they we don't. ever had one album. We I don't. think we have a clip. Oh. Our producer's telling me, yes, we do have a clip. Oh, good. Ooh. <laughs> That sounds pretty hard. It's pretty heavy, but... Uh-huh. So it's that's not what that I think slow. of every time you guys say slaughter, but <laughs> I was sorely disappointed. Yeah, sorry, I'm sorry. Man. Sorry, man. And again, I'm a retard. It happens. It happens. And uh, Mike, in response effort. to your question last week, uh, it's 20 to see it and 50 to ride it. <laughs> Grace's Poppy. <laughs> what? Don't let oh. uh, Mike get you down about... Uh, all the pedo comments, the kitty fiddler. Okay, okay, whatever. I'm pausing it right now. Okay. Okay. I don't you apologize to Gracie's Poppy because he needs someone to put to bring him back down to earth. I must have missed something. Yeah, you did. Because there I know a, he was like, Oh my god, there's this beautiful seventeen year old girl. Listen, if it weren't for me, he'd be in jail right now. And don't nobody want to go to jail in New Jersey because they'd be putting all kinds no, of burritos you do in not. your ass. 
I, you, I don't want to go to jail in New Jersey. No, no, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm helping him, people. Folks, uh, <laughs> we all have our crosses to bear. Whenever someone says Aaron, I'll forever be known as that dumb Canadian. And Jake <laughs> is always going to get Robitussin. That's true. From that's now true. on, that's you'll true. be known that's as right. GP. Yep. Gracie's yep. pedophile. <laughs> oh, yes. Whenever I make a Cliff Burton reference getting thrown under the bus, you say that's too soon. It's too soon. That guy died 26 fucking years ago. Dude, but Cliff He's Burton was the man. Years than I'm alive, and that's too soon. He was a Come broken, pinky. Okay, badass. I'm going to stop it right now. He He's a young man, okay? Listen, you got to realize that when you get old, old as shit like me, Time seems to speed away. Like we were just I saw. Like we were out there talking about high school like just a minute ago and it's like, you know what? Yeah. I haven't been to high school in 18 fucking year uh yeah. freaking years. Yeah. You know? And it's like we were talking about it. Yeah. It's like and I you know, so you know what? Time goes quicker and when Master you get old. of Puppets dude was right there. Cliff oh. Burton slapped my wrist. I felt I'll, pain. All I'm <laughs> in my arm. They yeah. came. They opened up for Ozzy on the Ultimate Sin Tour, Master uh-huh. of Puppets, uh-huh. Cliff Burton. Like seven to twelve dates later, dead as a doornail. That's a, that's went, unreal. That that son of a bitch was so badass on the bass. He was like, if that guy was around right now, he'd slap that entire band and go, "You guys are a bunch of softy yeah, turd balls." Absolutely. So it, it is too soon. I, and I, I do see myself. I'm, I figure I'm going to die when I'm 84. Yeah. I, I know I'm going to die when I'm 84. That's but if somebody, good. if I'm on my deathbed and somebody says, and makes a joke about Cliff Burton, I'm still going to say it's too soon. Okay. You know what would even be better? What is if. In your throes of laying in the bed, yeah. and you're like, I think I'm heading to the pearly gates. Yep. If Cliff Burton comes up to the side of the bed and goes, you're going to be with me in a minute, Michael. Are you kidding me? He leads you to the pearly gates. The problem is, is that might, that might like lead me to, to like turn off my whatever machine that I'm hooked up to and die soon. And then I'll commit suicide and go to hell. Cliff and never Burton seen. goes. I am the guy that leads you to the pearly lands. Oh, I do that. Okay. That's the kind of relationship I have, Aaron, with Cliff Burton. Okay? That was hair raising. It's always me. too soon. I think like whether you like it or not, you guys kick ass. You can't tell me to shut up. <laughs> shut you just up. have to accept the fact that people out there like you. That's, it's fucking 5 a.m. here, so I'm going to go. What's your problem? Good night, Uncle Mike. Good night, uh-huh. Uncle Shay. Night. Bye. Hey, good. Get some good sleep, boy. You know, I want to see a picture of Aaron. I want to see his eyes now. I'm really. I'm, really... I'm just saying, if if I'm Aaron's mother mm-hmm. and I'm driving the car, yeah, you know, or better yet, I let him drive the do, car. Do you think Aaron still lives in his mom's basement or something? Well, no. I'm just saying, if I'm driving around uh-huh. and Aaron's driving me, uh-huh. and I'm his mom, I'm leaning out the window, going, "Hey, everybody, look at." I'm letting the retard drive. <laughs> I'm making him feel like somebody. You know what? You know what I just thought of? Aaron, I don't know exactly how old he is, but he's probably like 23 or something. And I bet you his mom is only, you know, in her early 40s or something. I bet she's still hot as shit. She's like, I'm with this guy. This retard. He's my son. Hey, Leave him alone. Hey, hey, Aaron, I'll be your daddy. Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna, oh no, you're saying, no, I'm not. You want to be his dad, his pretend daddy on the internet. 
And I'll, and I'll be like, and I'll be like, hey, hey you, son, you want to go play catch? You want to do that? You know, won't that be fun? He can't with them eyes, and he can't. Yeah. Well, as long as he's wearing a football helmet, we'll probably be all right. Sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, we we can, all know you got to throw. You pounded me right in the skull that time at the. Remember? <laughs> no. You tossed that football. <laughs> Listen, I have an arm. I don't. You I, do. I don't You've know. You've got a solid say. football arm. Well, don't you remember at the no. downtown we were packing up to go to the dog pound? You went. Badoosh! And I kind of went, oh, and I went, bang, right? <laughs> I don't remember, but I believe it happened. How's that? Believe. Oh, yes. I, okay. Yeah. Cause we were at, uh, we were at your, your, uh, right. Shadow's house. Right. Yeah. Okay. Is that right? We were, we were, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I remember it. I know you yeah, got an arm. Yeah. You're a putz, by the way. I know I mean, you no got offense. an arm. Yeah. Okay. But I had a beer in my hand, dude. You're throwing the ball like, hey, man, what? Let's, what you let's two get to do? Touch tag. You, you too good to like make a one handed catch? Let's man? get it. Well, yeah, dude. Oh, okay. I need both my hands. And I always go like that. Uh, when I catch anything, I go. Uh, and that's what I was actually wanting to hear, actually. That's why oh, I threw it at all. Uh, Jake the Snake called in. Hello, boys. Hey, this is Jake the Snake. Indeed. Uh, I'm calling him very, Sounds very sober. last minute. More or less. Uh, this question of the episode. Oh, I was just racking my brain trying to think of a Good and we don't want to hurt yourself. I mean, the question of the episode is a uh, visually good-looking movies you don't care about. It sucks. Well, I mean, the first answer that came up was Avatar, but uh, that's a good know, one. Yeah, that's really a, good a horror one. movie. Even though I think it's kind of scary that I devoted like two and a half hours to that movie, <laughs> but uh, you know, that's neither here or there. That is neither um, here nor there. So, my answer for this movie that I've come up with is a movie from uh, Thai West called The Roost. Oh, yeah. Uh, very first movie, I think it was. Yeah, okay, and, yeah, that was his first. You know, I, I would just say, you know, I'm not officially a fan of Ty West yet, but I like I like what he does. I we have a movie coming up by Ty West called The Innkeepers. I'm going to pause it real quick because uh, I'm actually, I actually just barely bought uh, the DVD for The Innkeepers in, you know, basically, you know, moving or getting ready for the show because it's only in like five episodes or something like that. Right. But yeah, man, I mean, I'm glad you said that you're not quite a fan of his yet. Have you seen The Innkeepers? Because I really like that no, movie. No, The Innkeepers is like the HP Lovecraft, no. uh, Craftian thing or i don't know no they it's where a chick and a dude are are running an inn yeah and the chick from top gun who's now an old man uh comes and stays there oh yeah have you seen it no i haven't seen it's still it's still pretty something about it it's still got the Ty west hi i'm really slow movie but i really enjoyed it i didn't everyone loves house what was the house of the devil I didn't care for that one, man. I, 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 it, Is that the video game movie? Or? No, no, no. It was it House of the Devil? Was it called House of the Devil? I think it was called House of the Devil. The, that no, I've seen that was, was that the, horrible no, video no, game no, thing. No. Maybe it's not called House of the Devil. I can't remember what it's called, but it was boring, and I don't know. I didn't like it. But anyways, just wanted to pause and say that's coming up, the, the innkeepers anyway. I think I need to give that movie another chance. No, I, I've watched it two I mean, times. Well, okay, that's another visually good-looking movie. I mean, and it is. It's true. He's right. Goddamn, to throw back to the eighties. Yeah, uh, and but I really liked the Innkeepers, and good for uh, you. I just watched VHS. 
uh, short version, very good, but has, his story in that movie. He has a story uh, in that. I was just like, yeah. I still haven't but seen that yet. Roosty, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't care for the roost either. thing about Ty Lash is he likes to make his movies old school looking. Yeah, and they're great too. I like him, you know. But, you know, more as cool looking this movie was, and I always love a good movie that takes place during Halloween. Right. I just thought it was kind of boring. Uh, I'm with you, man. I know Ty West is into slow burns and all, but this one wasn't very... uh, Oh, dude, the Popo are coming to get Jake and bust him for his uh, Robitussin habit. Yeah. The Policia! Yeah, so that's my answer. And, uh, yeah, other good that yeah, the boys oh, love the birthday massacre. Oh, good. Uh, they've become probably one of my favorite bands over the years. I'm stoked uh, for their next one. Very right? good album. Yeah. Yeah. I'm stoked. And, like, if you do decide to listen to uh, have some birthday massacre, I would recommend probably the best albums Violet and yeah. Walking with Strangers. B- better than Pins and Needles? And, uh, it's pretty solid. Oh I, I don't God. know why their stuff is pretty solid. It's not ugly. I, don't, I pause it again. I don't know why I haven't checked it. I, you know what? I pause it. You know why I'm pausing it so much? Because I'm fired up today. I'm I know. You got your finger on the pause button, Man, I'm stoked. And I, and I just have so much to emote and say. You're emoting. No, but I got. I do. I want to get back in those. Especially with... Uh, have you seen Richard's pictures up on uh, the Facebook group? You know, where uh-huh. he went and saw her and there was the... She Little seems like an shot. awesome chick, dude. I wish that hand that was right there in the panty shot right. was me gone. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to pinch it. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm going to have to give them some more time. Um, what you do is you pinch it, and then you go to the bathroom and just smell your fingers. You're, you, you call me a pig? Oh you call me a pig? You're sick. I'm just JK. Man. <laughs> I saw them a few years ago, and, and well, at birthday master massacre concerts, once in a while, she likes to look out in the audience and... Pick a random member. Did she see you, Jake? And give him the heart to sign you. Know, oh, yeah. Taking your two hands and making a heart. Yeah. I just, I'm just i doing the heart Jake, sign. She did I'm, that to me twice. I'm twice. Oh, yeah. my Jake. gosh. Oh, yeah. I'm twice the girl yeah. gives this it to Jake. I'm ashamed about at that show. Oh, I mean, the and other two times like, I <laughs> got close to <laughs> my oh. music crushes. Nice. I mean, I... Got an autograph from Christina Scabio. And oh, no. Mike, I think you just cut Christina a uh, bad day, man. I'm pausing I, it. I obviously have told the story about Christina Scabia. Okay. She was opening up for Opeth, and uh, was it, yeah, it was Opeth. Was it Opeth or was it Demu? I think it was Opeth. But, anyways, uh, yeah, dude, she looked freaking rough. Remember that, what was it, Angela from last, uh, An- from Arch Enemy? Yeah. I think she has a kind of an Angela from Arch Enemy syndrome where sometimes oh, she yeah. looks hot Is as Is that balls the Lacuna and- Coil girl? Yeah. Yeah. But you know what, too? She was like five foot nothing, which is fine. But the thing is, is you, I like, I don't know, I like tall ladies, but whatever. Plus, she looked like she had like just gotten off of a freaking crack train. Yeah. Well, okay, Never seen. Sorry. Anywhere where this woman's rough looking. I saw her in person. And, uh, I've never seen it on she pictures. She shook my hand. I was like, I'm never washing this hand again. My brother's never going to wash his chest because he hugged I would be curious feet. to know if he went home uh, over time and took a pull uh, off the Robitussin and, and had a uh, jerk with that hand that night. Morgan Lander. I'm not that interested in knowing that. Once 
after a show and oh kitty those girls are scary right trying to think of something yeah, they were like pretty. you guys fucking rock and she just looks at me like oh uh, thanks oh thanks i'm she just some kitties it's just so but, great to be here oh after the birthday massacre show oh i was walking down the stairs <laughs> to oh, exit and just right <laughs> when i was almost near the bottom i see she be walking out Heading toward the tour bus. No way. And I, I just kind of freeze up. <sighs> I could have shook his hands with her and got <laughs> a crusty hand. That would be better for the for video two show. Four years. Oh. Oh, I mean, the man. super secret project. I know, such class, huh, boys? All right, that's all I got to say. Bye-bye. Jake, you, you did us good. That was, that was full well, of awesome you. stuff. Yes. yes, because you know what? Man, Chibi gives me the heart thing. She's being stalked. I'll tell you what, dude. I mean, I saw she that. She gives it to me twice. I'm out by the tour bus. <laughs> stalking her. I'm going. No. I can't, I can't believe you're not stalking her already with you your You gave me two heart signs with your fingers. You know what? I bet Jake is like a, a Greek god. He looks like it, you know. He he calls us up on when he's doing Robitussin, but I bet he looks chiseled, and I you know I bet he's like, like that kind wind of dude. always blowing through his yeah. locks. And it's like what's that guy's name? What's that? What's that guy's name with the long? He blonde? wears like a. It uh, got like it was on a roller coaster and got hit by a pigeon. Oh, Fabio! Fabio! I bet I bet Jake the Snake looks like Fabio, and I bet he I gets. Bet he does. I bet he does. But you know, he only calls us after he's had a few gallons of Robo. Yeah, you know? he just you know, but he's got some he's got some nuggets for us I'm, to take in. Yeah, I'm pretty. If I'm, Chibi gives me two of these, well, you have to look like that like, to get two hearts. You don't two understand, Chibi. You gave other. me two of those, <laughs> which means there's some shit going on here. Listen, you get Chibi, one. Don't you get try one, and deny it. That may be a coincidence. You get two. The second one means I want to suck your balls. Yeah. Okay. I just so you know, and as an aside. If you go to the hide and seek concert that's not coming here, yeah. but going to your town and she gives you another one, that's full on just, you know. She'll be like, who's, pop the who's tires, the tour bus, and doesn't go, he look, live, doesn't you're not he live going in like anywhere. Iowa or something? Cause isn't he like in Slipknot land? Iowa. Yeah, they're like going to be in Iowa. Something like that. For sure. So though, I, I don't, I, I can't pit. remember if he's from Iowa or not. I don't know. It's hard to remember where everybody's from. Yeah. Especially in the Midwest. It's because, all the same. because he's. Jordy Jordanson lives down the road. Oh, that's right. In, in Wednesday 13. And man, I, I just don't understand how great Wednesday 13 is and how wonderful all his music is. I, I'm sorry. I'm bitter. Yeah. I've gotten some shit for that. Well, what are you going to do? Lighten your load. All right. So the next call is from Jamie from a podcast entitled Devour the Podcast. Devour the Jamie uh, podcast. Hi, boys. It's Jamie from Devour. Mm. I am. Um, Oh, can't man. stay away from you for too long, it seems. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, first of all, I want to thank you for I just got a the incredibly sweet things you said about my voice. Oh, it's hot that as shit. It was very flattering. And, of course, the feeling is mutual. Mm-hmm. I love your show so much. You guys are the only arms, show that keeps me laughing out loud the entire time. Well, we're happy. And... Well, you know how I get whenever I listen to you. What did I say? Oh, you turned me into a slut mouth. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, nasty, I love it. Nasty. I love how dirty you are. Ooh. And, whoa. Uh, whoa. 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 Yeah. I'm not even paying nine ninety five a minute. I also have a, a question. 
No, I don't. I also have an answer for the question of the she episode. She might be flicking the bean right now, dude. <laughs> because while I thought the film was gorgeous, yes. I really didn't feel like there was a whole lot going on. I was disappointed. What was it? And because of that, I was torn as to whether or not to recommend that people spend, you know, top dollar theater money to see it. What was it? Because I really felt like it deserves to be seen on the big screen because it's very pretty. But I couldn't, in good conscience, recommend that. I pictured flicking people do that, and it was over. So (laughs) that's the most recent example of that. Whoa. She's she, a, oh, oh she is. and uh, other than that, um, long live hair metal. Oh, dude, yes. music should be fun. You know, I I paused it. Hi, <laughs> this guy with the pausing listen, and the schmaltzing and the talking and the zorking. There is the, room for every kind of music. Okay, sure, every there kind. is. I got lit up by Chris last. Some episode. is better than other. Hey, I got lit. I up got. By, I was called stupid liar guy. Yeah. Well, we get lit we up. We both get lit. No, that's fine. I don't. I don't feel. I don't have like this like victim complex. Okay. I'm just saying. Chris lit me up, and you know what? He's right. The thing is, is there is room in this world for every kind of music. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. I just happen to apparently still like the plastic crappy shit, but that's awesome. fine. I don't know what my life would have been like me if neither. I hadn't have had. Plus those videos, pie. dude. Those videos. You know, or, uh, oh, well. Those, how about that okay. asshole with the chainsaw? Yeah, we'll go. With that. <laughs> I saw we'll Jackal four times, is, dude. It, I saw Jackal yeah, with damn Yankees. Um, <laughs> and Ted Nugent shot just, a fucking rubber deer with a flaming arrow. No, it was just so much was fun. Horrid, we had so dude. much fun. It was a nightmare, dude. There and is. I love hair metal. I, I am unapologetic here. about it. All right, guys. That was my thing, though. That was. I will talk to you soon. Oh, what a sweetie That was nice. You know what, actually, in Jamie... sweetie patootie. Jamie actually uh, gave me a question of the, for the episode, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you this episode, too. So she gets double points for calling in. Which, and I'm almost saying I, she might have been flicking the bean. I, she well, whether been. she was or not, I was picturing you. I hope that she was. But... Which, by the way, she hates me now for saying that, because but now I, I just made it too real and gross, and... Now I'm perfect because it's okay to be like to say you know, it, dude, you if go, you're a girl and you're like yeah I was flicking the bean to your voice that's great but if you're like oh my gosh I'm a dude and I'm gonna touch myself to dude, to your voice it's like that's just dirty flicking and the gross. balls flicking the bean whatever yeah you know, but they all do it there's I a mean, double let's standard not, there's a let's double standard. not lie to ourselves dude, about the people that listen to this they masturbate and flick no. the beans and they do all that they play with the balls <laughs> they do all of it well sure when they listen to us it's no, no, no. I, oh, I it's will not, easy. No. Well, it's easy to do the because only, we the are only hot, listen. A. No. Sexy, no. A. Knowledgeable, no. A. No. B. No. Way hot. Listen. C. <laughs> very knowledgeable. And no. D. Very sexy. No, listen. Here's here's what I'm saying. I think the only... If anybody ever flicks a bean or jerks the rod while we're here, it's because our episodes are so long that it's like it just becomes time again. Yeah, you start looking at porno or yeah, something. Yeah, sure. They're like, the, listen, we're talking. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, shit, man. How long are these guys going to talk? Let me yes. go ahead and, yeah, and pull up the red tube. And shit, I don't know what the red tube the is. Red tube. I don't do that shit. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Lauren you called do. in. You do. <laughs> Hi, Mike and Shane. It's Lauren. Hello, Lauren. Calling in to answer the question of the episode, um, which is, I guess, about a film that had some promising visuals, but on the whole gave you the sads. Yes, um, yes. 
I had to think long and hard about this one because pretty much I'm a sucker for visual films. Well, and you most love of them the Italian no stuff. narrative sense. So I dug kind of deep to the film that I get was like enraged that I saw. Um, at, and I think I had posted something on the. It was back in the cadaver lab days, like Ooh. back six months ago, whatever. No. Um, I eight, posted nine. the trailer on the page, and I was so excited I was going to go see it um, at this whatever foreign German Austrian film festival. Oh, yeah, it turned out to um, be a porno. And the trailer looked like a little bit of procedural, a lot of like maybe some satanic horror. Oh, I love it. And. Um, it looked shot. It was shot really beautifully, and I was so excited because I was uh, having a reunion with my um, horror mo- movie gal pal, and um, oh, awesome. we just hadn't spent a lot of time with each other for a couple of years. So we were we saw let the right one in together, and we would have little um, Rob Zombie shoot out shoot have like Rob Zombie film festivals, and um, so we were so excited to go and see this movie, and God. Damn, were we furious. Um, <laughs> it had some really beautiful, um, yeah, the cinematography of, like, the the Alps was gorgeous. Um, the, you know, it was shot really beautifully. And it turned out to be, like, a fucking rape movie. Yeah. And it was a rape movie. In public, in a regular theater, and when I say rape movie, I don't mean rape movie. It was more like a porno, like with double penetration and like, and there were what wieners and balls. (laughs) Oh, not balls! And um, balls are gross. Then, so we're like, okay, maybe we'll get to the revenge part. Um, and the revenge part would have been awesome because I think the woman like woman or spirit or whatever she is like ends up like sewing these guys into dolls and I think disemboweling them and restuffing them. She did some really cool fucked up shit with them, but they don't show that part. I was, we're so furious. It was like a quick cut of some gross stuff. So we got like hours of basically porn some National Geographic shots. Ooh, and then like gloss over the horror she liked part that. and the gore part. I love it. And that. we were so of course. Oh, we were furious. <laughs> because really, like, we didn't need to leave the house for that. I think I biked like five, six miles to go see it. I could have just sat at home, like spent one hour watching National Geographic, couple minutes watching porn, and then like would have had like a full couple hours to watch like my horror movie of choice. So of course. this movie it's Five called miles. something what like Denatucci. That was a movie that had like some promising visuals in the trailer and these snippets of gore that were in it were really promising, but they didn't really show it. I mean, I don't need to leave the house to watch porn. And especially not with a room full of fucking business people, because it was some fancy schmancy film festival on a weekday. A German-Austrian porno party. um, Yeah, I like uh, the... 
I'm surprised you guys picked the birthday massacre because when you guys um I should go back to the the past episode, um episode thirty two, um yeah because I think when it when you slipped it slipped into the, like the the musical review I was like whoa did my i iPhone <laughs> kick on to uh like some old like lush album yeah. I have downloaded but oh I remember that so name. it was uh-huh. um. I enjoyed it, but it's not what I expected. Musically, um, Morrissey of Utah and, and uh, uh, Lauren, they're pretty dot on. Oh, and Lauren didn't like me He references Canada. a lot of what she says. Um, goes, it's oh, because we're all lime green jello, because I don't know about you. I know you guys have always like busted Canada's balls, but what? I've got a real soft spot in my heart for the Canadian slashers, like oh, of Burning and um, their movies, not their people. My bloody Valentine <laughs> and um, the Prowler. Oh, oh my god, so good, dude! There's a um, ton so of good it's, Canadian. It's we're all, my bloody exploitation movies too. And then he gets to live in Canada. Is and, it my bloody um, Valentine? No, like Hobo, yeah. Father's so anyway, Day, yeah. all that stuff. Is it my bloody Valentine? Um, yes, yes, and Shane, yes, yes, yes. I'm I'm sorry I called you stupid liar. A liar. I'm not sorry I called you a slut because it's a compliment. <laughs> but um, hey, you call me a stupid liar, but I'm fine. Anyway, with I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna not off to bed now. Um, I think Mike maybe does want me to do the Skype. Yeah, we, yeah, we're doing that. Party, yes. so, this must have come in after whatever. we had our or yeah. before we had our uh, we chat with her. Yeah. In, so. Yeah, we're doing it. That. We're doing it. And I will um, catch you guys later. I'm looking forward to episode 33. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, definitely. We're doing the we're doing the Castinian movie night. Yes. So yeah, and she's the ambassador, movie be picker, uh, yeah. and collector of souls too. Well, it'll it'll be great because we would have already recorded. We'd have packed up. You know, we'd you know yeah. be a little impaired, and uh, we're gonna sit, sit down on your couch, and we're just gonna have a good time. And just man, I hope your I hope your uh, modem your modem doesn't shit its pants. I'll figure that out. All right, we'll figure it out. All right, uh, the Wolfman called in a couple times to round Wolfie, out the voice. I love you, Wolfie. Mike Chain, the Wolfman here. This is gonna be a rather Alan-esque call. Uh, oh, I gotta good. get uh, in and out pretty quick because I have a movie That's right, I'm he about back. to go catch. Call you back later about that if I have a chance. Um, before that, Alan though, <laughs> uh, question of the week. In and out. Movies Hot. that had great visuals, nice. but the disappointed in the that. end. Yeah. For me, it's got to be Event Horizon. I know that's oh, not boo. a popular call, boo. but the visuals yeah. were great, but boo. damn, that ending just... I liked it. I think it was the point where... Uh, Really, if they hadn't kept LL Cool J, that whole movie would have been much more tolerable. <laughs> As for anything else, man, I thought I'd have the creepiest call last week, but Aaron's right afterward. That one took the cake. Cause, uh, <laughs> is it just me, or did he not only not put legs and arms on his Franken-Vixen, but uh, I think he missed the head, too. <laughs> Man, five people just put together the torso and uh, bits, but come on, man. You want to have to carry her around on a dolly the rest of your life? Wolfman, I am out and may get a chance to call in and talk to you later. We will see. Wolfie, Bye. you are sweet as a pea. He did call back, actually, so we're just going to go ahead and play that right now. All right.
if I can figure out how to. Work Is he going to tell us what movie hey, he went and saw? Uh, I don't know. Well, right, man, Smurfs movie or something. Recording already, unless my time zones are off. Time but, zones uh, must have been off. I just got out of the movies, and I just finished seeing the latest Ghost House Productions film, Possession. Oh yeah. Ooh. I will say this. It's not bad. Oh, really? And although the family in it will probably have you wanting to kick somebody upside the head and right. multiple times throughout the film. It, I've been wondering if I should see is, that. I've heard mixed reviews. It's, it. it's not based on two true stories. This movie is based on at least three stories. And the least it takes from them is the one that hasn't been made into a movie before. The b- I would box. say that this huh. movie is based very, very, very loosely on the tale of the Dybbuk box, which oh, I... Uh, you got it, baby. It's the Jewish box with the demons in it. About on the Facebook page. <laughs> it is based more heavily off of the Amityville horror. Oh, no way. In that this whole thing is related to a broken family and takes place over the course of not 28 days, 29. Apparently, Jewish demons wait longer than course, American demons do. we've got do. to set up things. And <laughs> it is also based very heavily off The Exorcist. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Not Everything be, is. You know what, the, when I, I watched mean, The Exorcist, really the only thing rolling more than saw that her one head coming. was my eyes when I watched it. It does answer right, the main people. question I had, which is how do you make a compelling story arc out of a story that isn't over yet. You basically ignore the story that's going on. You completely condense the mm-hmm. supposed lesson from that into a one-liner early on in the film. Yep. And you proceed to remake The Exorcist with touches of Amityville horror and there you go. a few bagels around so that everybody knows. It all goes back to The Exorcist, dude. Everything I, goes I guess back. i got to go but see it. I do have to say one thing. It's a hell of a lot better than The Devil Inside. Ah, uh, yeah. And I, I haven't seen that, I but... It I was have a feeling that great. Sam Raimi saw that film while he was working on making this one and decided to one-up them. Well, that he wouldn't have been hard. that much. This movie does have an ending. <laughs> Anyways, I will uh, talk to y'all later, and this is The Wolfman. Looking forward to the next show. Well, well, you know uh, what? Wolfie, it's true, though. I d- Every single demon movie uh-huh. that is trying to be serious, is based- it all kind of comes back to... Well, that that just kind of set yeah, the bar, man. I mean, that did, that did, did set the bar. It's an amazing movie. It's one of it's my favorites. It's an amazing movie, one of your favorites, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. An amazing book. Mm-hmm. Once you check it out, you're going to go, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Anyone that can say, that is poo, and I don't like it, is... Out of their mind. If you can't look at that whole thing, Mm -hmm. the every list of horror films ever has The Exorcist at least one, two, or three. Listen, but we respect people's opinions. We respect your opinions, okay? Sure, we do. Sure, but I'm just saying, it is a classic movie. Okay. Uh, No, dude, dude, you're preaching to the choir here, man. All right, Wolfie, I love you. Hey, thanks so much, everybody, for calling in. Seriously, you guys make the show. It's yeah. awesome. I love you guys. Um, I can't wait to be Aaron's dad um, when when I'm. Uh, yeah, you're gonna go. Be you know, you know what else I hear yeah. about uh, Aaron's mom? Play daddy. With maybe, you. maybe I shouldn't 
t- tell this, but I'm, all I'm saying is, is Aaron's mom, mom. Yeah, she likes and the back door. You're 23, and you're slapping him. Shut up! Isn't it weird? Get down in the hole. We're Isn't it weird make that, it. that we're old enough to be his stepdaddies? That's weird. Okay. That's anyway, awesome. whatever. Whatever. Fine with um. That. So did you, did you come up with a question uh, with an Good. answer? To I drew a complete blank. Other than if I'm going to be like totally just out there, uh-huh. I'm going to say the entire Star Wars after oh. the original. Okay. Visually okay. pleasing, horribly totally, executed I totally agree all the way there. through. Listen, I thought you were going to bring up a certain... The, the first thing that came to my mind was something that you've watched recently, so okay. I made sure to come up with another one. But the first thing I thought of was Antichrist. Because I hated, you know, the one with, uh, with the, the crack whore wife and, uh, you know, the green goblin is the husband and there's the whole. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you just watched that. Dude, that's, yeah, you know, I thought yeah, that, cause that yeah. was, go- it was gorgeous, right? But it was yeah. more of a kind of pretentious piece of shit than it was. I didn't finish it. Oh, oh, you never did. I see. I never finished it. Well, I came up with a couple. I came up with a couple for myself. The okay. first one was the, um, the Wolfman from 2010 starring Benicio del Toro. Really? I've the, never seen that. That either. was, Beautiful. It looked good. That was good. gorgeous. The problem is, is I just, it, it was, I mean, and it was, I guess it was good enough. I mean, the movie's fine enough, but it was forgettable. You know, it wasn't great, but the thing is, is the visuals in that were wonderful. Um, right. actually, but I think my answer is going to be, um, the remake of The Haunting. I think it was from 1999. You ever see that? The Haunting. With, um, with, uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, speaking of, uh, of oh, that um, sounds familiar, but, all I know is, is, and I don't know how it stands up, because I haven't seen it in years and years, and it came out in 99. There's a lot of CGI and whatever, but I remember thinking, man, this, this movie looks great, but it just ended up being a piece of shit. Right. And I, you know, and I, I usually don't like to just kind of discard a whole movie saying it's a piece of shit, but this one really was. Yeah. And I just did not care for it, but whatever. Those are my answers for it. Um, anyway. Had so, I been using my brain, dude, I totally would have said Antichrist. Yeah, Antichrist. Because I was gorgeous. Fin- it looked fantastic. It's, it's hard to finish, I, so I don't blame you. I, I don't blame you at all. I just that. got, I was kind of like, I'm bored with this. So, well, and then, well, with an awesome name like Antichrist. Apparently, where I turned it off is where everyone started talking on the Facebook group about, oh, the balls, the blood cop. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and I'm going, I missed that because yeah. I just went, I'm not saying I'm not telling you you need to go back and look at it, but it, but it was a gorgeous. Movie. There was a lot of William Defoe yeah, going. Is, is, how do you think? What are you thinking? How are you feeling? How, what's your feeling on this? Let's Lars do a von Trier with a big circle, and then I'm going to write crap around it. There's a lot it's of like people that. who love Lars von Trier, who is the director and all that stuff of this movie, and a couple of ones that love that guy that can totally see his art and whatever. I just don't get it, and I don't care for it. So I thought I the know. whole scene with the kid falling out the window and slow shit was motion. Awesome. And there's like boning it and dicks great, going into vaginas. It, yeah, and, that was not so awesome because i was like is that william defoe <laughs> he doesn't even manscape yeah well well good, good just for like him firehouse good for him it was like a firehouse you know what song. screw you i don't manscape either Beat brother. It. It's like, <laughs> did you just say baby did you start uh, singing Don't firehouses? <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna thrust in this crack horse oh that Giner. is that is wonderful uh, why don't we do this? Why don't we go ahead and play one minute of the damned? Damn, yes. damn, damned. Yes. And then uh, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about this uh, classic punk record. Delicious. Delicious. 
said I'm born. Yeah, I'm born. I'm born to kill. Stab your back. 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 Just seems so cold. Feel the pain. It leaves no stain. Feel the pain. The name of the game. Wow. I guess these things have gotta be. I've got a new rose. I've got a good. Yes, I knew that I always would I can't stop to mess around I got a brand new rose in town See the sun, see the sun it shines Officialdamned.com is where you can find this band. Indeed. Damned, damned, damned is the album we're talking about. Released in February 1977. Whoa. Yeah. It's old school. Wow, man. I was like, I wasn't even a one yet, man. Yeah. You weren't even a squirt. Well, I was past the squirt. Oh, you were okay. in the squirty zone? No, I was, let's see, I was four, probably six months old at this point. Oh. When yeah. this shit was hot, we were six <laughs> yes, months old. Yes, I was old. six months old, man. God, daddy. Oh, nice. <laughs> I couldn't talk at six months old. <laughs> I did. Well, you are advanced and you are a genius, sir. 
Uh, thank you. Uh, 12 tracks on this album, 31 minutes, 32 seconds long on Stiff Records. The Damned are a punk rock band from London, England, formed in 1976. They were the first band to release a single called New Rose. Yep. And an album called Damned, 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 which we're talking about. So we're doing their very first one, man. I mean, this is the origination. The first to chart in the UK and the first band to tour the United States from the British punk scene. Cool. You've got, I am an antichrist. The sex pistol. And they beat them to the punch. Wow, okay. beat them. All right. Let's talk about the members. Okay. Rat Scabies on drums. Wouldn't I want that name? I wish that too bad because he's not dead yet, is he? No, well I hope not. Oh, no, I and, think he's still. I still. I think he's still rocking that name, and you can get that when he's dead, sir. Yeah, and there was a rat scabies in a band called Overkill too. And you know, oh, really? we stand as we blaze across the love. That was different than Urge Overkill, who 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 did a uh, remake of the yes. You'll be a woman soon. That was for Pulp Fiction. That was. That was awesome. That was dude. unreal. I love that song. I do too. Brian James on the guitar, Captain Sensible. Good for him. He was the one that was like making the dude. deals and the and the stuff like that. With a name like Captain Sensible, you could trust him. I look at him, I see him, I love him, dude. I'm like Captain Sensible. <laughs> dude, that just says, hey. Let this guy run all the bills. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. He played bass and vocal, and then Dave Vanian, the vocal of the band. Dave Vanian, pronounced as Transylvanian. Yeah. Our dear, dearly loved, uh, I guess you'd call him kind of a, a Dracula. Draculia. You know, he, he liked to dress like the Draculas. Yeah, indeed. Which, don't we all? Uh, the genre, punk rock, goth rock, art rock, a little bit of psychedelic in there. But, uh, before this album was recorded, they did a tour, uh, for the single New Rose. They oh, went in, recorded the tune uh-huh. with the Sex Pistols, the Heartbreakers, right. and the Clash. Whoa. This is big time, dude. This is right there. This in is the, British punk in your face. This is the squirt of... Th- where that whole British punk thing oh, was happening. Awesome. This album. Um, after that, they went in and recorded the entire album. Before the Damned, Dave Vanian, Captain Sensible, and Rat Scabies were in a band called Masters of the Backside with future front <laughs> woman, whoa, Chrissy Hine. No way. Did you do you know who I have no idea? You know I'm name? sorry. I thought I was I was gonna try to uh, push that and make make it sound like I knew who that was. Chrissy Hines. It, it, it may I the the name rings a bell, but I'm not sure who it is. Oh, let me give it to you. It's coming to me. Oh, dude, she was a huge hit. She was a huge '80s hit, and Chrissy she was in a Hines? band called the Pretenders. <laughs> Oh, Chrissy really? Hyde. Okay, all right. That's crazy shit, right? Well, what was the, what was the Pretenders' big hit, man? The, oh man, they had a. I got in pocket. I'm gonna win it. No, there was a. 
Oh man, I'm thinking of a different song. But anyway, let's let's move forward. I hope that's not part of the trivia challenge. That's freaking me out right now. (laughs) Released ten studio albums, including Music for Pleasure Mm -hmm. in 1977, the same year. Yeah, they were on it. Punk bands are on fire. Well, this had 12 songs and was 30 minutes long, so it's basically. I listened to this. I, I listened to this five times in one day. Yeah, get in, get out. Uh, Machine Gun Etiquette in 79. Their latest release in 2007 was called, uh, so, Who's Paranoid? That's question a good question. Mark? That's a good question. Dude, what do you think of this? Well, I mean. All right, so here, here's the thing. I, I, I've got a, on my notes, because I take notes, people, okay? I prepare for the shows. Right. All right. I have, um, a section of my notes called observations. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go over my, my observation section here. Yes. Um, too. this was raw punk, baby. Oh, yeah. There was no frills on this album at all. Recorded garage style. This was, it, it, the thing is, is the vibe they had, you're right, garage style. It seems like they were having a great time, man. It seems like they were just going through, playing their punk rock music and just having a, a, a freaking fun time. In fact, um, the cover of this album was them after a pie fight or yeah, some shit. Yeah. So you know that they, they were having a good time recording this. Um, this was my first introduction to the dam. So I mean, I, I, you right. know, I mean, unfortunately, like I said, I mean, this was probably uh, a little bit too early for my time. You know, you know, my problem is, can I, can I just stop here and, and explain a couple sure. things? Explain. My, my problem is, is with music and I, and I, and this happens to this day is I usually you know, when, when I get into a certain kind of music, I stick with it and I'm really, I want to listen to the shit out of it. Right. And maybe that's my OCD coming out or whatever. But the problem is, is in 1977, I, I didn't really go back at all, you know, I mean, cause, uh, to, to this kind of punk rock at all. I mean, sure. I never did. This is the first I've ever heard of the damn. I mean, let's put it this way. When I was 10 years old, I was listening to Huey Lewis like it was my job. Right. You know, and I was listening to that and Madonna right. and stuff like that. And then, of course, the hair metal. And we all What know about that. Sex Pistols? Never mind the bullets. I never, I never got into a lot of hardcore punk. And then, you know, regardless of what Chris has to say, I did get into Slayer, you know, some real metal. Sure, sure. Some Slayer, some Megadeth, some Metallica, stuff well, like that. Well, this is completely separate. But this separate. is co- completely different. And I totally miss that. In fact, I didn't really listen to any kind of punk, pop punk, regular punk, uh, horror punk at all. You know, until I got a little bit older and was starting to look back. The, pro- sure. the, the thing is, though, is when I listen to this album, um, it's not, I'm not necessarily a, a huge straight up punk guy. You right. Know? Okay. But I listened to this the first couple of times and I'm like, okay, it's okay. But the thing is, is like, like I said, I mean, it's 30 minutes long. So I listened to the shit out of, I listened to shit out of this album this week. Sure. And I'll tell you what, after, you know, after about five listens, I was like, oh, this is okay stuff. But after eight to 10 listens, I was down, man. Yeah. I, I got it. Some clicked. I got it. It was awesome. Um, the, some of this, uh, the, I mean, the thing is, is this is different than like the, the, the early stuff, uh, from, uh, the Misfits. Cause I mean, the production quality of this album was pretty good. You know, sure, it was, sure, pretty, yeah. it wasn't, it didn't sound like it was, uh, recorded inside like a, like a, like a tube, right. like, a, like a soup can or something like that. It was, it was really raw, minimalist. Um, like I said, I mean, it took me a few listens to get into, but I ended up really, really digging this album. Some of my highlights, neat, neat, neat. Yes. Of course, that's the beginning. Uh, fan club. I love fan club. Feel Dude. the pain. 
Um, the verse part of the song, uh, feel the pain, like, you know, they, you know, they, 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 not the chorus when feel the pain, yeah. you know, release my, but yeah. before that, I can totally see the guitar style and the riffs have influenced Nirvana. Like, yes! completely. It's like, that's exactly that same type of stuff. They're really simple to play. They're really minimalist type yeah. of thing. And it, 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 some click. This album came out in 1977. Could right. you imagine the list of bands that go? No. That I, just tore me. And I was going to say, I bet you, okay, I mean, because we talked about last episode how, you know, grunge came in and it was completely, basically everything the hair metal was not. I am starting to see how much of the early punk scene um, had an impression on those those uh, grunge guys. You know, yeah. grunge, grunge kind of turned it a little bit. They made it a little bit more kind of. You, you mentioned the sound wall of of uh, of the Birthday Massacre. You know, they they turned it more right. into that. But the thing is, is, I see the minimalist. I see that kind of of uh, style that the Damned put out really influenced that kind of rock. Totally. Uh, you know, and some of my other top ones were Stab Your Back. I love Stab Your Back. Stab Your Back. Stab Your Back. I love it. New Rose, of course, that was their that was their first single that you mentioned. And So Messed Up was fun. I guess the main thing I can say about this album is that it seemed like they were having a great freaking time. That's what it was. You know, that's what I gather from The Damned back in that day, too, was... You've got the Sex Pistols over here going, you fucking blimey bastards. And, <laughs> right. You know, and these guys, these guys are the unsung heroes. They didn't, right. you know, Sex Pistols exploded. Right. Right, right. And these guys had done it. First single, first album, first tour of the United States, way before they, they on that, on New Rose, that right. single. Mm-hmm. They toured with the Clash, dude. That those are I big. love the Clash. What was that band that the the, the Clash turned into? Big Audio Dynamite. Big Audio like Dynamite. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, that's kind of when I started. Uh, when I listened to those guys, I'm like, oh, sweet, because that was part of the. Well, that was part of the alternative, yeah, quote unquote yeah. alternative. And so when I started listening to the to the the bad or whatever, you know, yeah, the, the Big Audio Dynamite, then I'm like, oh shit, where did these guys come from? So I went back and listened to the Clash, and I was like, wow, okay, oh, dude. sweet. The Clash was London Calling is oh, one of dude. the greatest Absolutely. albums of all time. Absolutely. Um, but dude, the, the thing that I love about the damned mm-hmm. is that they were ahead of everything. Sure. They didn't get the, the kudos that they deserved, but they were ahead of the whole thing. Sex pistols weren't even thinking about the U.S. Right. The funny part, right. the funny part about this is when that British whole, that British thing was mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. They were getting these rumblings of bands called Ramones. Oh, really? And okay. Richard Hell. And everything okay. coming out of New York. Sure. And, you know, it's like, oh, <laughs> you know, that, that fire is in them. Right. And you got those mixed tapes or whatever that are going over the, over the waters or whatever. And it's like, I like, I would love to think that the Ramones uh-huh. was just like that, that cognitive pin, that thing uh-huh. that made the dam come together and Dude. sex pistols come together and Susie and the Banshees and all those bands from, you know, Britain. You know, as far as, you know, as I'm listening to this and as I'm kind of looking on the Wikipedia and looking, you know, Googling the damned and stuff like that, you know what I realized? 
I realized that you, Mr. Diablo, yes, are a, kind of kind of the expert in this type of thing. The basically, so I'm going to start calling you Professor Diablo during oh. these segments. Oh my heavens! And I have a I, and let's pretend that I'm a student right now. Okay. Let me ask you a couple things. I have some questions for you. Okay. Okay. Um, the first thing I'd like to say is, um, besides Bush, who we who we talked about earlier sure, today, and like sure. you know, I got some taint from, um. What's it? I, I listened to this a bunch of times, and I did not realize they were from England. I it, they didn't sing in Shit. their British yeah. accents. What's what's up with pe- with British bands not singing in British accents? Or I can't tell. Is that just how it is? I mean, what's the deal with that? I how can I answer that? I Other than you know, it's 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 like when you're when you're playing music, mm-hmm. you just if you're singing in English, you're gonna sound. All right, the same. I, you know, it's weird because I would have assumed that they were the from the same ilk as like the Ramones, Sex Pistols. You know, they have they're heavy with some. Yeah, they are. Antichrist. Well, and they they, yeah, and and a lot of their lyrics to. I mean, you're right, you're right. Those, but a lot of British bands are just like even uh, what was it's all about America. I mean, really. Well, I just think it comes out in the song. I, I British Steel. You know. I mean, it's it, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, Judas everything. Priest, yeah. You know, we saw Iron Maiden. Oh, you pissed and the they were And they were, and they were just, you know, they're singing their tune. Right. But then when they talk, they go, oh, you Good morning. Can I feel your yeah. titties today? Yeah. Yeah, Salt right. City, can you feel it? Dude, you know? okay, so next question for Professor Diablo. Oh, okay. The dam turned into kind of a gothy... Uh, we, you know, they, they kind of turned into a goth band after this. I mean, they, I mean, I don't know. I, as I listened to this, like I said, it was really short. So I, you know, and I sure. listened to it a bunch of times and I really started to get into it. So I'm like, well, shit, let's start checking out some of this other stuff that the damned has done. Right. And I pulled up, uh, what, what was it? Um, the, a band called, uh, or sorry, the, uh, an album, I can't remember what it was called, but it was from 2001. Yeah. And they sounded more like The Cure or Sisters of Mercy. Yeah. Kind of more gothy stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, is that kind of where they went? Cause I only listened to this uh, album. Well, I mean, I mean, you put that all into the, the equation of what's going on. It was as called Grave Disorder. Grave Disorder. Grave yeah. Disorder. You know, it's it's where where do we fit in in this day and age? Listen, we, we're on fire in 1977. Sure. Where do we fit well, in? If you remember in from an earlier Super Secret project, we talked about the 69 Eyes, right? And how they were sleaze metals. You know, maybe even a little bit hair metal, kind mm-hmm. of in the ilk of Motley Crue and whatnot. Right. But then they turned into kind of a gothy type of thing, and these guys seem to do the same thing, except for not so much metal and hard rock, but more of like just the, the and straight I can up. See goth. that? I think it's about. Man, how do you keep going? Okay, but but let I me, mean, let me ask they, you are, they are part of the explosion that happens. Sure, in no, absolutely. But you know, years and years and years later, and we don't know the ins and outs of. Uh, we quit. We right. got back together. We did right. this. We did that. True. Hey, let's start a new band. But somebody's got their fingers in the pie that says, "What? How do we try and get you guys?" Well, relevant my my again? question is: is the thing is this seemed like straight up garage punk in your face yes when did they start kind of going gothy do you know i mean because because i listened to an album from 2001 and that was complete that was like like bella lugosi's dead type i shit. think there was this huge gap where they all didn't i don't even know if they even got along okay because it wasn't but two years how could ago you not get along went, with a guy named mr sensible or captain sensible i know 
Amen. <laughs> Amen. But, you know, shit goes awry. Right. And I think there was this big chunk of time where they're like, all right, we don't know what the hell's going on. Right. We're not going right. to do this anymore. And then it's like, let's get back together. You know, okay. I mean, I've, I've, when I went to their website, I saw that they had to cancel some festivals and stuff that they were playing. Uh-huh. You know, and it's, it's hard to calculate what makes a band change mm-hmm. style. Sure. That could well, be, that, I, that, wonder, that really, though, that really could be as simple as one guy that's an important cog in the wheel to go, I really want to go Limp Biscuit style. And they go, well, we really want to keep jamming with you. So let's throw in some, Limp Biscuit. Well, style. And, and, here, and, and what I'm wondering is, is basically between 1977, I was wondering if it was just kind of an evolution that they, by the time they were in 2001, that they, I mean, maybe a little bit more of the step by step by step. Sure. But I listened to that in 2001. Yeah. All right. I got another question for you. Oh, okay. Now, now, okay. So here's the thing. I realize that this isn't specifically about Damn, 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 the album. Right. Okay. But on their 2001 album, they have a song called Absinthe. Mm hmm. What is the deal with goth folks in absinthe? Dude, tell me about the guy at work that said, dude, we got to get together with the absinthe. See the Jenna torturers and drink absinthe. Yeah. I, the, the thing is, is this guy was as goth as it gets, man. It's got to be a hot drink because I saw well, like a documentary with Motorhead where they're like, we're drinking absinthe out here. It's like, that's got to be like the hot drink. Well, well, for some reason, I guess absinthe is uh, made from distilled wormwood, which is kind of a horror type thing, blah, 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 wormwood, whatever. And it has a high alcoholic content. And um, the, um, uh, what is it? Uh, the alcohol percentage is high as shit, apparently. Right. And it has been made to, as some people claim that it, that it has hallucinogenic properties, stuff like Let that. Let me ask you I've this. never had it. I've never Let had it. Let me ask you this. But what's with goth and absinthe? Okay, why don't you ask your question? What if, because we've got some friends yeah. over in the Euro sure. district. Do we? Okay. They send us a bottle of absinthe. We can't we get it. We drink here. it. No. And we do the show and the no October sixth oh movie. No way. On absinthe. No, because I will have my diet Dr. Pepper that I'm drinking. Okay? I know you will. Right? That. I'll drink right. a bottle of absinthe if you want no, to send it. I time. just wonder if is that some kind of a I mean, because it seems to be the goth's drink of choice. You know? Well, and I think there was like a I want to say it was a blade movie or something where that kind of played in like, oh absinthe. Oh, they were at the club. I have no idea. Like, absinthe. Anyway, the whole goth, the whole goth scene and whatever really interests me. Um, and the, and just because of all is dark and, and all this stuff. But the thing is, is the music isn't that testosterone filled. Yeah. You know, but I still like it. What totally. Are you do? Totally. But anyways, let's get, let's get back to damn, damn, damn. Okay. Uh, what, what are your thoughts about it? Dude, I love this album. I mean, everything that we've talked about and everything at live albums, everything is on Spotify. Absolutely everything. This is a buy for me. I really, when I listen to this album, I go, I go right into that. These guys are the heroes of we were there. We were charting. We had the first single sex pistol stole the thunder, <laughs> but we were there, dude. They are my heroes. They are the British punk rock heroes can i make a confession to you okay right sure. now? yes i for some reason am more into their goth sound than i am into just the straight up punk 
Listen, I I really like this album. I think there was a lot going for it. Okay. I think that there, you know, that there was raw emotion going into these songs. I feel like it was raw music. It was. They were out there. Was, they were. They were. They were playing for we, the people. We talked about not, Nirvana. Yeah. This was one of those points. Okay. One of those punk rock was non-existent. You got Ramones when they were tired Richard of Hell. Steppenwolf. You've got and you've got, <laughs> you know. Sure. You've got Sex Pistols and The Damned and Susie and the Banshees and I feel all like these I need to go back and get into creating a genre. You know, uh, some of these other goth bands. There is not one single punk band today that can't cite either The Damned, The Sex Pistols, or something like that that goes, yeah, they're they're inspirations. Absolutely, to me. I, this you know, all was happening, and the beauty is. This band right here and this album right here spawned punk rock. They did it before the Sex Pistols. Mm-hmm. They had it out. They had toured the United States. Mm-hmm. They were what the Sex Pistols could not do. I love the Sex Pistols, but they, these guys, here's, laid it down. Here's my thing. I think that, you know, we're on a horror podcast here. Sure. I think that. Albums later on in there. Well, I mean, I I say albums later on. I mean, the album that the other damned album that I listened to would probably fit a little bit better in the horror scene than this this punk album. Would. Okay. Um, but I mean, that's not to say that this wasn't a great album. I give this a buy because you know what? I listened to this. I added it to a punk playlist, and I'm going. I don't think it. You know, I I don't think it was enough horror to put on my horror playlist and whatnot. Yeah. But a, a a lot of Is the, she really going out with him. That's from the Shangri-Las. Is she really? It's like 69. Wait, is she really going out with, with him? him? Yeah, okay. With them little bitty arms and them <laughs> little bitty legs. All I'm saying is, is I am, I am happy as shit that you introduced the damn to me, but unfortunately I like some of their gothy, uh, some of the stuff, their gothy hey, stuff better than, than the punk stuff. You and, love and that's 2001. Just the yeah. I do. Well, and the thing is, is I, I listened to, I, okay, so I, I really spent a lot of time with their 2001 album, but I did kind of, you know, kind of pick and choose a couple of the, their other albums. Sure. And just kind of t- get a little taste from it. Um, the, the pure punk stuff doesn't do it as much for me, but I still, this album was still really fun to listen to. They seemed like they were having a great time. I say buy this album. Yeah. However, I'm interested to check out more of their stuff when they got into more of the gothy stuff. Yeah. And, you know, call me a big wuss for loving the gothy stuff. Um, you know, because I mean, it's I not. I don't think there's any well, wussy in anything that Well, no, do. that, well, the thing, the problem, well, the, I think there is because there's not n- nearly as much testosterone in their 2001 album as there is in this 1977 album. No, it was and young the, kids with yes, rock hard cocks going, let's fucking rock. I'm going to go ahead and pretend that they didn't have rock hard cocks so I could still listen to this album. But this is going on to a playlist where I want to listen to it more often. Right. Um, but I mean, there you go. I, I give this album a buy. And I give it a buy too. And I say, hell yeah to the damned. And I say, ahoy sailors over there. Sure. Are you ready for our trivia challenge? I'm not. I'm not because I wanted, I wanted to do something before. Okay. Before we did this. All right. Um, I okay. wanted to, I wanted to, um, basically spotlight something that Shane Professor Diablo yeah, did. Yeah, I made a video. And I and I want to play 
some of the audio from that video. We don't get any of the. Oh, so God, so hold on a second. Let's let's go ahead and play some of the audio the from this video. And this is Danzig. But you hear Shane right now. <laughs> We gotta listen to the whole two minutes. Man, I sound good backwards. Alright, alright, that, that's a good enough clip, don't you think? Yeah. No, you know what I did? Oh, you son of a bitch. I knew. I, I went through it around. And I reversed it. So all let's right. go ahead and let's hear the hint that you gave about this trivia channel. Yes. Sweet Michael, <laughs> the Pooh Bear of podcasting. Yes. This is your message. This is your message. Episode 33. This is your message. This is your clue for the trivia challenge. The trivia challenge, you pig. <laughs> Those damn bands. <laughs> what do they do? I don't you know. You see how that setup worked beautifully? That was great. It's dude. a puzzle piece. Yes, it is. I had to pull out I my CSI. Audio masturbate. Masturbate. What? Boo Bear. This is your secret evil message. <laughs> Listen dude. to Corpse Cast every day, or we will. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, all I'm saying is, yeah, is that sounded evil as shit. It and sounded then, better with that Danzig back. Yes, it did. Too, yes, huh? it did. All right, all right. So uh, that right. that was my hint. So let's go ahead and do the trivia. So challenge. this is called those damn bands. Yes, and I want to give a shout out to. It's called back backmaskingonline.com. Ooh, okay. And you can go there and check out. Everything we're going to talk about, they've okay. got a shit ton of like, they'll play the little bit before, the uh -huh. little bit reverse. Really? And a spoiler. So they'll, you can click the spoiler and go, uh, this is what you know, they're saying. Can I, can I mention something before we get into the test? I remember basically during, uh, you know, I'm a young man sure. getting into Stairway to Heaven, Led Zeppelin, and all that. And I went through that whole classic rock thing. Right. And, uh, I remember listening to Stairway to Heaven backwards and, you know, him saying sweet like, sweet Satan, six, Satan. Yeah. And then, sweet Satan. It was on. beautiful, dude. Yeah. It was go. Oh man. It it's crazy. It scared the shit out of me back then, but let's go ahead okay. with this thing. Now I want to say this before we get into the trivia challenge. Okay. Is that I'm going to ask you intentional or unintentional. So oh. if you're losing. Okay. In the challenge. Okay. You might be able to pull out with extra points for okay. that was intentional, that was not intentional. Okay. All, all, right. Right. all right. All right. So we're going number one. Wait, and, wait, wait. And, How and, many do we have total? Okay. We've got six. Okay. 
Ooh, six, six, six total. Yeah, let me see. Six total, and you're. I'm looking for the band. Okay, and if you can give any information more than that, okay, that's fine. Let's do it. All right. This band formed in Suffolk, England, in 1991. Have released 12 albums and have headlined Ozfest Download Festival. Influenced by Gothic literature and horror films, arguably. They use Satanism as always, as a, what the hell am I, see, it's my handwriting. <laughs> Satanism has always been, they use Satanism as, for shock value, basically. Okay, okay. In who is this, who in is this In 2001? Oh my gosh. Suffolk, England in 1991. They've released 12 albums. Oh, 1991. 1991 have released 12 albums and have headlined Ozfest Download Festival influenced by gothic literature, horror films. Arguably, they use Satanism as, uh, you know, they is use it, it more uh, for shock value. Is it Cradle of Filth? Turn up! The radio! Yeah, because I noticed, I know that as I listen to this, because this is a band that I really dig, and I noticed they do a lot of bass, backmasking. The, the, the backmasking song in particular is okay. The Lord's Prayer. Okay. And it's from the song, uh, Dinner at Deviant's Palace. Dinner at a Deviant's Palace. I, that is totally that on purpose. Whole, that was totally on purpose. Okay. Absolutely. Well, don't, don't give those out. Oh, yet. sorry, sorry. Don't sorry, do sorry. unintentional intentional. Oh, okay. We're going to save that to the Okay, end. okay. All right. Number two. 80s. Now, this is really cryptic. Okay. 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 Let's see if you can get this. 80s. Mm-hmm. Purple. Pencil mustache. Pencil. Feminine, yet still sexy. <laughs> Electric drums. Doves. Uh, Prince. Duh. Turn up the radio. <laughs> yes, you got it. I didn't. I I was I was kind of thinking no. So I Don know Nikki. Okay. <laughs> All that. It says, I didn't know he did some backmasking. Hello, how are you? Fine, fine. Because the Lord is coming soon. Ooh, that's, that's scary. what he says. And that's that some scary b- shit. <laughs> purple. Purple, you know what the funny thing is? Is Purple was the one that... Uh, purple, that, that, that pencil won. mustache, yeah. doves. Come on. 80s. Yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. Number three. So you're two for two. Okay, awesome. You're doing good. Sweet. You were doing good. Sweet, sweet, sweet. All right. Let's face it. This band hit the big time with their cover of a Slade song and stayed in the limelight for a second album with another Slade song called Mama, We're All Crazy Now. Um, Mental Health Will Drive You Mad. That is Quiet Riot. Turn up the radio. Yeah, you got it, dude. <laughs> All right, awesome. It's Quiet Riot, Mental Health, Sweet. and... In the chorus, it says, serve the beast for money. What? There's lots of money. There, oh, wow. Okay. Awesome. All right. So you're three for three. Sweet. Dude. You're here. You're at least you're tying. <laughs> yes. I cannot lose. At least you are tying. Sweet. Okay. Awesome. Number four. This band taught us about us and them. Money. Pink Floyd. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Let me finish. Okay, okay, you got okay, it. Okay. 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 Time. Time. The radio! <laughs> all right. All right. 
But let me finish the question. Okay. This band taught us about us and them, money, bricks, walls, uh-huh. and learning to fly. Oh, dude. Oh, I love Pink Floyd, dude. Now, the song is from Pink Floyd on the wall. It's called Empty Spaces. Oh, you know, oh really? Yeah. Well, shall we use? Yeah. Okay, cool. And it says, congratulations, you just found the secret message. No way. Please send your answer to Old Pink. Care of Funny Farm, Chalafont. Roger, <laughs> Caroline's on the phone. Oh, that's Roger Waters, man. Oh, uh, you. That's know, the you, whole message. You know, congratulations. So you just found the secret message. You Please don't send your answer to Old Pink, Care of Funny Farm, Chalafont. Roger, <laughs> Caroline is on the phone. Dude, I just had a conversation with a dude at work about Pink Floyd, and uh, we were talking about who went crazy, who actually spent time in the funny farm. He was saying it was Roger Waters, and I was saying, no, dude, that is Sid Barrett. And guess yeah. who was right? Turn oh, yeah. No, the right guy, dude. Sid Barrett went yeah. Yeah. batshit crazy. Absolutely. All right, All so right. you've won. We got two more. Okay. And let's, and let's see how you do. Okay. All right. Number five, in this song, mm-hmm. the band talks about a dark highway, meeting beautiful women, a big feast where they give, where they, hmm. hold on. <laughs> handwriting. Oh, yeah, my handwriting is like horrible. <laughs> okay. In this song, the band talks about a dark highway, meeting a beautiful woman, a big feast where the guests stab at their steely, stab with their steely knives, hmm. but can't kill the beast. Oh, man. Dude, why don't you give me a few bars? Because I don't, I don't, I don't, that doesn't ring a bell. If I give you a couple bars, you're going to get it. Well, give stab me. it with their steely knives, but they just can't kill, kill the beast. beast. Welcome to the Hotel California. Let's Satan eat your ass It's a lovely yeah. place. Such a lovely place. Such a lovely place. Living it up at the Hotel California. All right, so, so listen, I've already won, but okay. All right, Eagles. here's the message. Yes, yeah, Satan. He came and organized his own religion. Oh, really? When he knows he shouldn't. Ooh, I did, in Hotel California, that song. Well, you know, let's was just, it in that song? Yeah, it was in Hotel. No California. way! Yeah. I I love that song. And, backmasking. Uh, uh, no way. Backmasking. Dude. Yeah. What was that goddamn website I gave out? I can't remember it now. <laughs> but you got it. You know, rewind. Okay. All right. Cool. Rewind. Did you, can I can I can I confess something? Okay, an old band of mine covered that song. I should have got it. I should have got that. Dude, I don't doubt that. I should have got it, man. You with your bar stool and everything. I, <laughs> I don't doubt. You guys same band, that. actually, same band. So. Okay, number six. You know, one day I'm going to sing is that song to you. You're 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 four. You're five for. No, that one last one didn't count, Mister. Because I made okay. you sing a couple. All right. Of well, you've already won. So four. Sure. Four and five. Sure. Okay. okay. All right. Formed in 1975 by the bass player, they pioneered the new wave of British heavy metal, released 15 studio albums, toured the world, and in the 80s made every heavy metal parent nervous. Their hidden message is on a song called Still Life. Can I can I sing you a bar from yes. that? From a song? Yeah. You got another thing coming. 
Let me Priest? let me give you the. I'll, I'll, no, I'll, that wasn't that was no. I'm wrong. Is what you're saying? You're wrong. Oh shit! I, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give you my best. Okay. Try okay, at okay. the backwards message that's on the album. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you sound like an old Japanese guy ready to commit Harry Curry. <laughs> it's a, it's on a classic album. Okay, what year? What year again? All right, I'm gonna read the question okay, one more time. Okay, sorry. Formed in 1975 by the bass player, they pioneered. The new wave of British heavy metal released fifteen wait. studio albums. Wait, 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 wait. Are you? T- you're not talking about Def Leppard. You're not talking no. about Love Bites. No, no way. Formed in 1975 by the bass player, they pioneered the new wave of British heavy metal. Released fifteen studio albums, toured the world, and in the 80s made every heavy metal parent nervous. Their hidden message is on the song called Still Life. And I'm going to give you an extra, Okay, even though you're getting this wrong. Yeah. Peace of mind. Peace of mind? You're not... I have no idea, dude. It's on the album Peace of Mind. You're not talking... I I don't know. Is it? It's not Iron Maiden. Turn up the radio! You know, when you said yeah. peace of mind, do you know who I thought of? Who? Boston. Peace of mind. They never put a well. They the song was that oh, peace of mind. Oh my God. No, I okay. I'm terrible. All right. I'm Iron terrible. Maiden. Still I'm life. Terrible. It's it's from the album I'm Peace terrible. of Mind. I'm terrible. It's in French and it says what ho said the monster with three heads. Oh. Don't meddle with tings you don't understand Ooh. with a burp. And it was a direct <laughs> slap at the whole satanic panic right backwards message well do you remember if you go to that website that i said at the very beginning (laughs) which we can't remember you're gonna find britney spears no michael jackson beat it everything you you know what's funny is is um i mean i remember i remember that like i said the led zeppelin i remember queens another one bites the dust decided to smoke marijuana yeah it's it's fun to smoke marijuana and stuff like that that stuff is interesting as shit you know what's funny is a lot of that i swear it's just phonetically backwards, whatever. That's All right, great now, stuff. now, just to round this off, okay. just to round this off. Okay, there was intentional and unintentional. Okay. okay, so what I'm going to ask you is just a blatant, straight out. Okay, out of okay, you've got, you've got. Let's see, you've got Cradle of Filth. Yes, intentional. You've got Prince. Oh, okay, you've got, um. Quiet Riot, you've got Pink Pink Floyd, Floyd. you've got Eagles, and you've got Iron Maiden. Who were the intentional, or I mean, who were the unintentional? I think that maybe the Eagles were unintentional. Ding, ding. And the uh, Iron, no, the Iron Maiden was intentional. The only one that I can think of, because I know Cradle of Filth did it on purpose. I know Pink Floyd did it on purpose. Um, Who else was there? Quiet Riot. Quiet Riot may have been unintentional. Quiet Riot. You've got uh, Prince, Quiet Riot, and let's see who you're picking out of that. Uh, and uh, oh, who that? Who's this asshole? Oh, <laughs> Iron Maiden. Um, yeah i I don't know about the Iron Maiden one. I've never, I haven't heard it. I've never heard of it. So you've never heard Peace of No, mind. I've heard it, Still but I've never heard it backwards. Sniff, sniff. 
<laughs> that's got to oh. be intentional, the way you're doing it. Oh, yeah. That. Okay, awesome. All right, well, you got it right anyways, because Sweet. Quiet Riot was, in fact, it's like a... Phonetic type of backwards Yeah, thing. you know. You know, it's funny. Have you ever listened to the uh, Stairway to Heaven thing? Yeah. Dude, I, that seems fake. I mean, that seems unintentional, but it's like, my sweet Satan, zig, 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 But the beauty of that yeah. is when they tell you what it is. Oh, yeah, and then you're then listening you go, for it. Oh. It's, have you ever, like, been to I Utah? Did, go to that website, dude, because I've got beat to. it. You know, beat it's on there, and it's going. Oh, really? Mama, I love Satan, Mama. I love Satan. <laughs> you know, and then you're going. I can't hear anything until out of that. you read. Then it. you read the spoiler, yes. and it's like, oh, I hear that. You know what's funny is that's kind of how EVP works. That's the way your brain works. I, I used to like back in the early days of the internets. Okay, I used to go to a, a place called Utah Ghost Hunter Society or something like that. Dot com, uh-huh. and they used to play their EVP, and I'd listen to it and be like, what the fudge is this? But then they'd say. Get out, or or yeah. oh, is is Sandra still there? And I would hear it, and it's like yeah. weird, like that. Now, if you listen closely, it'll say, "Hey, bitch, where's the butter?" Exactly. And then <laughs> you play it back, and you go, "Oh, I hear that. I hear, hey, bitch, where's the butter?" Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's cool, dude. That's awesome stuff. Well, this is a fun one, man. That's and awesome. you want? Oh, you know. Do you feel good about it, dude? I feel. I just feel good overall, man. Good. This is just another notch in my feel good belt for today. Good. Good. All right, so let's do this. Let's play a trailer from Return of the Living Dead Part 3, and uh, let's come back and uh, after we're done playing it and uh, talk about it. What do you say? Yes. You got a call on the phone. They vowed to stay together forever, that their love would never die. But their pledge remain untested. Oh, cool. No problem when the boss's son, remember? Until they went looking for a thrill and stumbled on the chilling fact. Let's proceed. That even the dead can go on living. It came back to life. We gotta get out of here. And tonight, fate will put their promises <laughs> to the test. Oh my God. Now that she's dead, he's frightened to live without her. But bringing her back is terrifying. <gasps> oh, God, Kurt, that was incredible. Let's do it again. Contain it, damn it! Seal it off now! Is that what I'm gonna become? These poor dead bastards crave brains. She bit me dead. She gave you something bad. I feel the hunger. <laughs> Never find you down here. What have you done? If she attacks him, he becomes like her. I just get a little confused sometimes. No! Love never dies. All right, we are back. We are going to be talking about Return of the Living Dead Part 3. Um, guess what year, man? 1993. 1993. What happened in 93? Uh, Mike was a junior. Junior? In high school? Junior, junior varsity? J, I was playing for the JVT. JVC? Yeah, absolutely, man. Nice. <laughs> yeah, 1993. You know, what's funny is we do uh, a lot, you know, 
we always, for horror movies and whatnot, we talk about 1980s and 70s being like the pinnacle. Yeah. But man, there was a lot of good stuff in 93. I mean, you talk about full moon pictures and stuff like that. Some of their best stuff came out in the 90s, man. Yeah. Scream, of course. You yeah. Know, we were getting that aesthetic, more pretty, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, it wasn't quite as sleazy. It was in the That 80s. was pretty clever. When Scream came out, I was like, aha. Dude, I remember when Scream came out in 96. I was, I watched that and I was like, this is some funny, yeah. awesome shit. You know what's funny is you remember, uh, remember a little podcast called The Cadaver Lab? I do. Okay. There was a host on that podcast named Sam. Yeah. And he said Scream scared the shit out of him. I don't really, I don't, I don't really remember getting very scared of that yeah. movie, but I'll tell you what, uh, you know, it was fun. I mean, that movie, in, in my opinion, was, uh, was really fun, you know, whatever. You know, sure. 96, yeah. we were past the 80s, we're halfway through the 90s, whatever. What are you going to do? Let's go ahead and talk about Return of the Living Dead Part 3. Um, IMDb gave it a, a 5.7. It was directed and actually produced by a guy named Brian Yuzna, Yuzna. Who also directed uh, *Bride of the Reanimator*, uh, *Beyond Reanimator*, uh, *Society*. Um, I think this was a full moon, if I'm not mistaken. I might be mistaken. Somebody call and tell me if I'm mistaken. Uh, *Necronomicon*, *Book of the Dead*, um, *The Dentist* with uh, Corbin Burnson. You remember that one? No, I remember the Doug Bradley, the Fraser Fraser Lee uh, short. Oh no, no I don't. I've <laughs> I've got that. Dude, the dentist from, uh, with Corbin Burnson in it. I think it's actually streaming on Netflix. I may be wrong, but that is one of the funniest movies ever. Oh. A, like his wife, like, does it with the pool guy and whatever it, and Corbin, I, and Corbin Burnson goes all shit. I shit. think I do. It's so great, that. dude. It's awesome. Um, and also, uh, a, mo- a little movie that, that has a special place in my heart called Faust Love of the Damned. It's, uh, you know, it's kind of a uh, oh man, torture I, porn. No, no, it's kind of Night a comic porn. book type horror thing. Oh, with I can't remember the guy's name, but he was the uh, Jin in uh, Wishmaster. Oh, the Jin. Yeah, yeah, the Jin. So yeah, it's hard that guy. Anyway, um, it was written by John Penny, who actually the only thing that I saw that I recognized was the Kindred that he had written from 1987. It starred Kent McCord as Colonel, Colonel John Reynolds, uh, James T. Callahan as Colonel Peck. Um, also, uh, do you know what that guy was from? Walter Powell from, uh, AKA Charles in Charge. Charles in Charge. I want Charles in Charge of me. Now, let me tell you, let me, let me ask you something, Shane. I want you to, I want you to answer he hated honestly. Scott Bale. He so hated, did I. He hated, what? I hated Scott Bale. What's your problem? Him. What's your, Oh, because you you were a big Walter fan, is what you're saying. Nicole Eggert. I was going to say Nicole Eggert. You fapped a couple times. Between oh. Charles in Charge and Baywatch, Nicole oh. Eggert, Eggert has been your fapping fantasy. Let me fantasy. ask you this. Let's hear it. Did you ever see, and I do not know the name of the movie. Okay. Did you ever see the movie starring Corey Feldman and Corey Haim and Nicole Eggert where there's hot sexing going on? It was on HBO. I don't and remember. And that's it. for real, dude. I don't remember it, man. Hot sexing. Was and it? Corey Haim and Corey Feldman are like <clears throat> friends. But no they way. They meet her and some shit goes down or whatever, <laughs> yeah. and they're both boning her, and there's naked Nicole Eggert. No, I don't know dude. what the movie's called. I do not know. But no, dude, but I'll tell Corey you Corey Feldman, Corey Haim, Nicole Eggert. I don't remember that Hot movie. Section. But I remember I, a movie with Nicole Eggert in it that it was a witch movie. 
it was a really shitty movie, but the but the thing is, is there was like this hot, big tittied blonde in it, and it was yeah. about witches. I can't remember what it was, but it was hot as shit. Anyway, I digress. Let's let's go ahead and talk about this movie and not Nicole Eggert. Um, let's see. It also starred Sarah Douglas as uh, Colonel St. Clair. Did you recognize her? She looked familiar to me. Dude, she was best known probably uh, for playing Ursa in Superman and Superman 2. You know when? Oh, the- yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Awesome. Like, yeah, she, with, she was uh, one of the Kryptonians. Uh, yeah. She got uh, with uh, Zod and the, the other pl- guy yeah, in the, in the, the Phantom play- Zone. And who was the other guy? Who he was the guy from James what? Bond. Wasn't he? Who are you talking about? The big guy? In the guy, Zod? Oh, 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 no, no. And the other guy? guy? I don't know. I don't I know. Was he, in, was, was he in James Jaws Bond? Jaws from James no, Bond. No, no, that was not no. him. That was not Jaws right. from James Bond. But he... Well, in my world, it is. So. <laughs> All right, that that that's fine with me. Um, Let's see. It also starred... Well, it mainly starred uh, Melinda Clark as Julie Walker with the main character, the main kind of zombie girl, and uh, Trevor Edmund as Kurt Reynolds. Um, okay, so here's the plot. The film opens up as some kind of military institution, uh, which is kind of serving as some kind of a bioengineering uh, testing facility. Right. Apparently, the military has, uh, you know, uh, taken advantage of uh, their supply of two, four, five trioxin, and they're experimenting with uh, reanimating corpses. Yeah. And you know that if the military's got this shit, you know what they're going to do. The military's always trying to find and come up with ways to create some kind of a super soldier. And how can you know, we? Dis- Destroy exactly everyone. That's just mean people. Yeah. Okay, basically what they were doing is they're saying, "Oh well, let's reanimate these dead bodies. Let's drop them into our enemy's area and let's let them, um, you know, let's let them, you know, wreak havoc and havoc and whatever. And then you know what we're gonna do after they're done? We're gonna go shoot them in the head with like little bullets that freeze their brains. Yeah. And then what we're gonna do is when they're frozen, we're gonna go and scoop them up. Bio and, bullet. Yeah, exactly. Well, whatever they were called. We're going to scoop them up, and we're going to just put them on ice until the next war, okay? People, that's evil. Anyhow. Um, second disgusting. I, I totally I totally uh, agree with you. The, the, you know, we, we get into this movie, and here's this military installation. We got, we got the one guy who's Kurt's dad right. who, who, you know, is, is going on, listen, we're going we're gonna to go, and we're just going to let him loose. We're going to go ahead and, uh, you know, and, and then, like I said, they're going to freeze our brains. And we're going to take him in. However, um, the girl from uh, Superman is uh, wants to go ahead and say, "Hey, listen, let's let's put him in some exoskeletons. Yeah. Let's put him there. That way, we can control him a little bit better, you know. And then when we're done, we're going to flip the switch, and then they can't move right. and whatnot. And when, then then we can go ahead and take care of him. So instead of freezing him, we want him in exoskeletons. Um, they argued about which met- method to take, but I don't really care, and it doesn't really matter since it seemed like they could have done both at the same time. Yeah, but- she wants to. She wants to get ahead. Well. She she's pumping for his job. Oh, dude, yeah. She she's wants ambitious. his job. Yeah, absolutely. And she wants to take over. Blah blah blah. Whatever. It doesn't 22. matter. Anywho, um, the colonel in charge's son, Kurt, has stolen the key pass to the installation, the military installation, because um, for some reason he and his girlfriend want to figure out what's going on at this place. Right. Uh, one night they break in to catch. You know, it's funny because they they hop on. You know, they, they they get in a nice hiding place and they check out. Basically, an experiment going on. Right. Um, there's this ugly looking dead body. They reanimate this thing with the 245 trioxin. <clears throat> and by the way, beautiful um, swimsuit. 
Well, I was going to say, didn't I see that hanging up in your closet? I mean, that whole I red. wish, dude. I wish I had that. Did you see that little pocket by his penis? <laughs> it was suspenders with a penis pocket. I was you know, like, I could put all my grapes and my fruit roll-ups in that. If I was like a zombie in that sweet... Yeah, set up. And it, I, I, I swear to you, dude. I want to see Kim Kardashian or somebody in that. Well, and I'll tell you what, that because that didn't there. cover the nipples, which makes me happy. Because later on in the movie, but I digress. Let's keep sure. going. Um, anyway, basically, they freeze this zombie's brain that's wearing this red belt penis pocket outfit. Um, you know, and they they're like, okay, sweet. This this, this you know, let let's wake him up with the two four five trioxin. Let's freeze them and whatever. This is good to go. Everything's going great until the brain freezing bullet doesn't last as long as they expected. He wakes up a little early and all hell breaks loose. I mean, he starts killing the scientists and stuff like that. Big problem. It sucks the balls for Colonel Kurt's dad. Lacks security and everything. Absolutely. It's like, we're in a world of shit now. The problem is, is this, I mean, since this experiment went awry, they decided, you know what, Colonel, it's uh, Colonel Kurt's dad, I can't remember his name, is uh, basically we're going to just ship him off to Oklahoma City, uh, to Johnny Krug territory. You know, we're going to yeah, get rid Oklahoma. of him. We're going we're gonna to say, hey, listen, you need to take off. You need to go to BFE and do your military stuff there. The problem is, is Kurt does not want to go. No. He's met this girlfriend, Julie, and he is enamored by her, man. In fact, after the, watching the experiment, they went back to their house and they did it, even though she had black panties on the whole time and he had his jeans on. He had his jeans. Somehow they copulated, but we don't know. I mean, what we, we don't, don't know. We don't know how that works out, okay, people? We don't care, actually. But a good jean hump is awesome. No. Well, back in the day when you would just do the dry hump. Sure, there's like, no oh, doubt about that. Um, anyway, so basically they're... Uh, what happens is the is the colonel comes home and tells uh, Kurt, "Hey, man, we we're gonna be transferred to Oklahoma City." And uh, Kurt, of course, has doesn't want anything to do with that. He's mad. he's like, "We've moved twelve times, man. Yeah. We are done moving." And so what he decides to do is is uh, take off with his girlfriend Julie, and um, you know, go off on their own or whatever. The problem is is when you're riding a motorcycle and a chick grabs your schlong, what's gonna yeah. happen? Yeah, well, you wreck. You don't wreck. You? you wreck. She flies off the bike. And she goes sh- airborne, like runs into an electrical pole or something like that, and breaks her mother effing neck. Yeah, that's what. Bang! Happens. Right in there. It's like, oh man, I wish I had a dime for every time that happened to me. But the problem is, is she is dead, and Kurt is understandably upset. Uh, but he has an idea. Since he still has the key card, his dad's key card, he sinks Julie back into the military installation and reanimates her with the two four five trioxin. But you know what? Can I can I say something mm-hmm. right now? Sometimes dead is better. Totally. Okay. I, yeah. That's because coming. dude, even bet when I was a kid, yeah. that trioxin box with yeah. the goofy zombie guy in sure. it. Sure. I was like, don't let that out. <laughs> Then he pops the top right. to let that smoke get on her. Yeah. And she, of course, you know what? It works, man. She is reanimated and he is back to Bone City. Yeah. Okay. So he, so he's pretty happy about that. But the problem is, is everything, even though everything seems fine at first, Julie starts feeling the pain of hunger and uh, other kinds of pain, like from rigor mortis and stuff like that. It, yeah. it just, you know, it just kind of gets messy. Meanwhile, they're on the run from the military, you know, because, I mean, he broke into the installation. He takes off. They're in south-central L.A., 
Okay. You know what's in South Central LA? Easy E taught me a couple things about South Central. Yeah, what? There's a lot of gangsters there. Yeah. Okay. And they run into a gangster. Exactly. And a lot of Oriental markets too. Yeah, and 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 it's funny you bring that up because they actually showed up at an Oriental market. Yeah. And there's some essays hanging out at the Oriental market playing the Mortal Kombat or what have you. Yeah. The thing is, is he takes her there because she is hungry and she cannot satiate her hunger. So she starts in with the hostess products and whatnot. And, you know, of course, the hostess products aren't working out for her. You know, she starts like, you know, these snowballs just aren't, you know, helping me with my hunger. Yeah. The problem is is she realizes what she's hungry for at that point, and she bites an essay on the arm. Yeah. Anyhow, let's uh, let, let's move along with the story here. Uh, meanwhile, so so basically they take off, but not only they have the military after them because, of course, you know, they, they went in, she, she became reanimated, but not only that, now they have the uh, gangsters after them. In South yeah. And that's a place... Orale, wake up, caca. They're, they're, they're taking off. They run into a guy at the, at the, at the, you know, the kind of LA, the, the, what do you call it? Like, I'm not the sewer, but just kind of the, the, you know, the, the little river they got there that underpass. That, yeah. Dirty water river. Exactly. They're running away. They, they find a guy named the river man. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is before they find the river man, Julie's just had it, man. She's feeling pain. She doesn't know what's going on. She just doesn't seem right, man. Yeah. You know, she feels the she's hunger. She's not flesh. right. No, she's not. So she tries to commit suicide, but guess what? Suicide don't work for zombies. Oh, yeah. what? Did I just give up? Did I just give out a little spoiler saying she was a zombie? Well, the problem is Maybe. she is a zombie. They pick her up. The river man gives him a place to stay. Um, while all these people are after him. Um, the thing is, is at this point, it's pretty disturbing how much pain and anguish Julie is going through. Um, you know, and the only way that she can feel any kind of relief from it is to hurt herself. She starts cutting herself. Yeah. She sticks like a metal, rusty, like spring. That was awesome. Yeah, dude. And like, it her but she was twisting that and they just kept going through the, yeah. like, oh, it takes the uh, hunger away. Exactly. And that's, and so basically that's what they're dealing with. Um, she, you know, she moves in. It's funny because, I mean, we're going to skip ahead because we don't want to get too pedantic, but, the, the river man's place, basically they're there and she starts cutting herself and she just says, you know, the pain takes away this hunger. She turns herself into what is hard to describe except to say that she's probably, um, what, uh, some people would, uh, describe as basically what a Cenobite would be. Yeah. You know, like the, like the whole, uh, Hellraiser type deal. Yeah. Where she needs to feel pain in order to get over her, you know, hunger. Her hunger and whatnot. In essence, they're staying at this river man's place who's just basically a bum. He's Ooh, a bum. Dude, he was a great actor. Oh, he was. <laughs> there was some great acting in here. Like, this shouldn't, this should be in, you know, uh, this should be in like a, a the helper or something. Okay. This Help. acting, you know, <laughs> because river man was just like, just take this coin. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was like, oh my God, I believe take, you. Take this coin. And he's like, and what's my, him. what's my character? I'm the river man. Yeah. I'm the river man. I bet, I bet the river man showed up, got into character and was in character all day. Yeah. Until he went home, man. Yeah. Dude. He's like, listen, you know what? It's, it's kind of like, what, what was that movie with, uh, Joel Osment or whatever his name is? It's like, um, 
where people do nice things for him and he pays it forward. Pay it forward. Pay it forward. So yeah, there you go. So basically he's like, you have this coin, you need yeah. to pay the, the pay kindness it. forward. So they're hanging out at the Riverman's pad and, uh, you know, and we have some scenes there, you know, the whole pay it forward type of deal. The problem is, is sooner or later the gangsters catch up and they figure out what's going on. And, um, you know, the river man, of course, is kind of t- is, is standing watch outside of his, his little, I guess it's just like a room in the, in the sewer system. Boiler. Room. He's got the boiler room. Yeah. He's got it set up. It's, it's pleasantly nice. I mean, he's got a, a bed in there. For him. He's got lights. He's got everything in there. Yeah. And he's like, uh, what, what's his name? Coyote? Cody? Carl? Carl. Uh, Kurt? He takes his, takes his lady in there. Yeah. He's like, no, oh, I'll, I'll sleep out in the water. Right, right, I'll right. I'll sleep out in the side. By the way, by the way, let me ask you something. Okay, at this point, Kurt is, uh, start, they, you know, they're talking and he starts making out with Julie and stuff. Yeah. And then it cuts and then there's a scene where he's asleep and she wakes up and yeah. starts, you know, we'll talk about what she does in a minute, but do you think they did it in the Riverman's pad? On let that me, bed? Let me tell you something. I thought the same thing. It's like, really? I'd be a in little... In that boiler room under the river, well, you're going to... It may be gross for them, but let me tell you something. If I save somebody, take them to my pad, yeah. and they're you know they're hiding from stuff, if they do it and sully my bed, I'm going to be a little pissed off. Yeah. Because I got to do laundry. Okay? I don't know I don't know what the, the river man's laundry situation is. Probably in the river. Yeah. But all I'm Just saying is, one of them scrub board is if I've got if I've got to get rid of Kurt's seed off my blanket, oh, I'm going to be pissed. Anyway. And he even throws the blanket out too. He goes, <laughs> cover her up with this. Yeah. They're like all of a sudden getting hot and dirty. Yeah. And he's outside. I say no. Yeah. All, all I'm saying is, I think this was the whole pl- a plot. I think that uh, Julie seduced. Kurt, so he would fall asleep after he gets done boning her. Because yeah. you know what she does? She tur- she goes full on Cenobite mode, man. Mm-hmm. She starts she starts putting glass to her hand. She starts like body modif, you know, yeah. body modification. Perfect, per- yes, that's what I thought. And just she's cutting her legs up. She's putting little pieces of rock and glass. She's in got her face. Char- shard glass in her boobs. Oh yeah, dude. She's like, oh, when he wakes up, he's gonna be pleasantly surprised. Well. The thing is, is when he wakes up, he wakes up because the gangsters show up, and the gangsters yeah. are torturing the riverman, saying, "Where is these? Where are Dude, these people?" Can I just stop sure, you absolutely. and just say my favorite part of this entire movie uh-huh. was the scene where Riverman is asleep on the bank, and the river's coming by, <laughs> right. and Santos, the right, the gangster, fedora wearing cholo, yeah. he, he, he walks up and goes. Wake up, caca! <laughs> Wake up, caca! It's like what? I, Why do you gotta guy, call that, shit? Why you that guy that? was total stereotypical cholo guy Absolutely. all the way through. He's like, orale, what did that? Hmm. But when he walked up to Riverman, he goes, mm-hmm. "Wake up, caca!" I was like, "Oh man!" The problem you is win. for what was his name? Santos. Santos. Or, the problem is, is he found Julie. And Julie was, was hungry. She was all modded up and she kicked their freaking asses. Yeah. And the problem is with that, after you kill, a, after you kill a mother effer, when you're a zombie, they become zombies themselves. Yeah. So the problem is what you got here is you got Julie coming out. You got him killing these guys. And the thing is, there were some great, 
zombie kind of uh, incarnations where where he Santos totally. had like half of his backbone hanging out the top of his body. His spine. And, yeah. She pulled his damn spine out and his head was hanging on the top. His of head's his. like a foot beautiful. above his shoulders. It's oh, so it's beautiful. It's just fun, great stuff. And even the China guy. Well, oh, yeah. his head gone after she was eating it. It was like, <laughs> oh, that looks great. You know, it, it was it was really good stuff. The bottom line is, is uh, thankfully, just after you know this whole battle and all the the gangsters are turning into zombies, the military shows up. Kurt's dad shows up and brain freezes him. Um, the thing is, is uh, what he does being a, being a military guy is he doesn't want to kill him. He takes him back for more experimentation. Sure, you know, and here it is the. You know, he started, you know, and during this whole thing, Kurt's like, oh, you, you're dirty, you're sleer, you slimy pig, you know, I don't like you you're anymore, Julie. For the man, daddy. Well, you know, and, and my he, love is stronger than your work ethic. So here's his dad who has his put all of these zombie types in, they, they, they hold them back to the installation. They put them up in their little cages, and uh, of course, what do you? What does the? What does the military do with zombies? They experiment on them, right? Mm-hmm. So they're keeping them alive. They're keeping them there. We think that everything's fine and dandy. Kurt's kind of come to his senses, you know, because we we, we kind of get the scene where they're all back at the installation, and um, you know, they're you know, it's like, oh man, the movie's over. Everybody's caught. Everybody's safe, but. The problem is, is when Kurt's dad is kind of talking to a superior, he starts wandering around the uh, military place, and yeah. he sees Julie in one of these cages, and his love is too strong to let her stay there, man. Yeah. He he lets her... He, After all the shit he's been no through doubt. the love is strong. The love is too strong. He, he makes her escape. And then the problem is, is the guy, the, the scientist there is getting a little pissed off. He, Kirk punches out the, uh, the scientist, uh, grabs a gun, shoots out the electricity, um, gets, you know, and there's a big fracas and whatever there. You right. know, basically, again, all hell breaks loose. Uh, he falls against the, the button that opens all of the, of the, uh, you know, of all these cages and whatever. So all the zombies are loose again. Cause there's one of those buttons. Yeah. This button on the wall opens everything up. Dude, what kind of freaking engineer not only puts all the electricity, the whole box, right there in where all of the cages are, but he puts one button that lets them all out at the same time? What is sure, up dude. with that? But, you know, I mean, being honest, like the first time the guy, you know, the, the general goes, Hey, uh, uh, Kevin, can I borrow your pass? Because I can't find mine. Oh, yeah. And oh, he yeah, hits yeah. the box. Oh, yeah. The box moves. Like well, what are you kind of duct taped to the wall? Yeah, well, you know, military installations sometimes they don't have. It the was very room. laxed. Sure, very laxed. And there. You know, it happens. What are you going to do? Um, the bottom line is, is at, you know, this this final scene. There's a big finale where all the zombies get loose, and we got some zombies like the River Man was a zombie, and and he's in one of these exoskeletons. They're shooting out his arm, but it doesn't matter because yeah. the exoskeletons holding them together. You know, and he's doing all this fun shit, and and basically, uh, and this is going to be spoilerific. Ba- uh, in essence, this movie was less of kind of a zombie romp and more of a love story between Kurt and Julie. Sure. And yeah. it turns out that Kurt ended up getting bit, and you know, in a in a wonderful Shakespearean tragedy romance type of thing, they yeah. immolate themselves. You know, and that's the end of the movie. And they say, and cut. Yes. And, and everybody cries oh, and whatever. But, so, but what did you think about this one, man? It's a buy for me, dude. I enjoyed oh, really? every really? bit of it. 
Well, okay, so so here's my. I love the cholos. I love the. You know, (laughs) dude, dude. Let me let me say something real quick. Okay. The beginning ends was awesome. He's got a firecracker for a girlfriend. There is no doubt about it. Julie is a firecracker, man. She wants to know what's going on. She wants to be a part of. You know, she. You know, she's just really hot for. Understanding what's going on in, and the indignity that's being held in this military installation and whatnot. But, the, you know, which is great. And, and it starts the whole beginning, first half hour of the movie or whatever is really awesome. The problem is, my problem with this movie is, is that when they go into the Riverman's pad, they start getting a little touchy feely. Yeah. Man, you know, the Julie's asleep. It's gone. Yeah. And Kurt, and Kurt's like, Kurt's like, man, well, I'm going to take her. We're going to move to Seattle. Because, of course, in 93, Seattle was yeah. the shit. I'm, I'm going to be a drummer in a band. <laughs> I'm going to start a band. We're going to live on the sit water. In the audience. Oh, nice. <laughs> and Thank the, you. And he's like, do you think I could make it? The river man's like, yeah, I think you could make it. So like, you really think I can make it in that? Yeah. He's like, what do I know? He's like, weird. what do I know? I'm a freaking bum that lives yeah. in the whatever. But, you know, the whole thing. The, my problem with this movie is it had a great beginning, great ending. The, uh, the middle was fairly slow to me. Yeah. But having said that, in the Return of the Living Dead franchise, by the way, first of all, have you seen uh, Return of the Living Dead, Necropolis, or Rave to the Grave? I haven't. No. It, they are shit. The no, first, the first Return of the Living Dead is a bone saw. Okay, right. The second one is pretty good. It's more of a of a horror comedy type of deal. You know, there's kids in it, and it's okay. But this right. has got to be my second favorite of the series. You know, and. Um, the thing is, you know, even though with all its flaws and stuff, and there was actually a scene, do you remember the scene where he's like, uh, where the dad is, has just said, Hey, Kurt, I need to come talk to you in my office. And, yeah. you know, whatever he, the, 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 the boom mic makes a, makes a, Oh, no yeah. shit. I miss yeah. that no, all the time. I don't know why, but for some reason I have a Hawkeye for that stuff. I always see I the boom mic. I didn't see it. But, you know, I mean, so the thing is, is the movie's really good despite the middle part getting slow and touchy-feely and kind of silly. Yeah. But this has got to be my second favorite in the series. There was a lot of, baby, look at my eyes, and I'm never going right. to let you go. Right. There was a lot of that. It's oh, soap opera-esque. Dude, oh. you're absolutely right. I mean, this was um, this was just a love story. Of course, one of the dude in the love story was, uh, you know, a selfish, obsessive idiot who feels like he needs to bring it back. But you know what? You know what I thought of when I was watching this this time? And, I'm, and I've seen this movie a couple times before, right. probably, you know, a handful of times. But this kind of seems like Pet Cemetery, man. If you think about it, some okay. tragedy happens. They, he goes and brings this person back, you know, yeah. even though it's not wise and they don't come back quite right. Sure. Yeah. I so can see that. I'm thinking this is the, and she really lesson. doesn't come back right. Let it's me, like, let me ask you something. How did you like the girl in this? Uh, she, she's pretty good looking. Hot as I shit. Would, I, would I would say, say, I would say pretty good looking. Mm-hmm. She dyes the hell out of her hair. Dude, but she's you got the way too much forehead. She does. She does. Let me, do you remember the early nineties when like four non blondes came out? The, yeah. the, the this was like a time capsule. It's like the four non blondes at that time were like the perfect example of what people looked yeah. like. When they're the on the car and the, he's rolling up on his motorcycle. Oh, yeah. It's like four non blondes should be playing. Did, right did some, then. did, did, is it just me or did every girl back in the day kind of tint their hair a little bit red, reddish? Was that just could me? be? No, could. and they had the little round glasses. And, yeah, and the four non blondes hats. Did so. Uh, 
I mean, listen, I love the 80s, but the thing is, this was a perfect time capsule, in my opinion. Especially, there there was a couple scenes where, you know, before they all Julie, saw that. To me, Julie looked like she was pretty good looking. She had yeah. pretty tits, but well, of course. she would take it. She would do anything. If she was at the right party, uh-huh. she'd go, <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. Sure. She's got, she's the Chinese finger cuff type lady. Is what you're saying? Yeah, dude. She's sure. somewhat. She through the whole movie struck me as, oh, I'll do that. But but of if course, we're having a good enough time, boys. I'll do that. But Kurt was totally enamored with her and yeah. whatever. The thing is about this movie is even though number one and uh, Return of the Living Dead number one and number two were you know like I said they're kind of horror comedies they they had some fun times or whatever this really didn't have a lot of comedy in it i mean this was a lot darker than the previous two films right yeah. um obviously darker than part 2 which featured children um but even though i mean we i mean me and sam on cadaver lab we talked about how number 1 there was a couple times when you know there were pain they were talking about pain we need mm-hmm. to eat because it it uh, you know it gets rid of the pain and whatever yeah. this was full of themes like pain suicide loss and there was yeah. no comedy to be found in this one man i mean I not that i eat. said yeah. i need to i need to eat it was just a tragedy it was the whole yeah. thing was a romantic tragedy you know um the thing is, is, is I was watching this, I did notice a couple of weird things. Correct me, um, you know, it, um, tell me if you saw this, correct me. I mean, there's a couple of things that I was like, oh, that's weird. Okay. Um, in the beginning of the movie, they checked the heartbeat of that dude, you know, in the, in the red belt penis yeah, yeah. cup suit. Um, the problem is with that is, uh, later on, Julie said she can't feel her heartbeat. Yeah, no shit. So it's like they checked yeah. his heartbeat and it was working, but hers wasn't working. I can't feel my heartbeat. That, I'm getting I mean, stiff and That's whatnot. weird. And, yeah. and also in the first movie, the dudes couldn't feel their heartbeat either, um, which was, you know, I guess a but little bit the weird. Beep, 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 no. beep. Oh, this motherfucker gone. <laughs> he's he's uh, in a swimsuit and he's ready to go. Also, why was Julia able to hold on to her humanity so long while the other zombies were almost immediately turned savage? Was it because, you know, she was she was fresh dead and she got the 245 and she wasn't the trioxin, she True. wasn't bitten? But it was kind of weird because, I mean, she even turns like Cenobite-ish, and she still has a little bit of humanity left. Well, because she said something, you know, the the chick from Superman said something about, well, she's, you know, she's she's definitely going to try and kill everybody that's (laughs) not in love, you know, that she doesn't have a feeling for. I'll, or I'll, whatever they they made some and remark to and, that. And listen, if like, they did okay. that, I don't care. I mean, this so is, kill the Oriental guy, kill <laughs> right. the you know. Well, and and one of the gangsters got bitten. He just turns right when he dies. He turns to a he turns into a savage man. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just, and she and, was hot too. The, the chick that was oh, hanging yeah, the out Asian with Santos yeah, and all she that. Was, she it's was like, why are you hanging with Santos? A, you got three guys that are standing around a goddamn video game right, machine. Right. I would be going. Do you see what I look like? And they're not like they're I 17. I mean, yeah, it's like they're these 30. Are, yeah, these are 30, 35-year-old men going, how dare you? He was almost to get to level 7. Right, right, right. It's like I would be out the door be going, man, I can get some debt in this town. Listen, all that aside, okay, right. 
This is my second favorite in the Return of the Living Dead series. It was brutal. There was a lot of awesome gore scenes. There were some really creative zombie types. You know, I mean, we, we had the guy who's like, who was in one of those canisters whose, whose head was fused to his yeah, shoulder. I like that. I like pulled it off and it was really creepy. And at the end scene when all hell was breaking loose, there was a lot of great zombie types and a lot of weird gore. I think though that the themes of this movie, were just disturbing and dark, and I really liked that. Yeah. So you know, so all in all, I mean, with all that was wrong with it, I really liked this movie. You yeah. know, and I, like you said, I give this a buy as well. That's a buy. Um, it's my second favorite in the in the Return of the Living Dead um, series. Uh, I, you know, the thing is though, is, is part. Uh, some people may waste me on that because they love part two. Part two for me was tough, only because I have a hard time with kids being featured in movies. Yeah, you know, I, I, mean, I can't even remember. Too, so it's a little it, it, you know i mean it was a good movie it was funny but i don't know for some reason when kids are involved it's a little bit tougher for me to kind of buy right. the whole deal um bottom line is this is i in my opinion this is a great movie um i i really would would suggest that everybody watches this one it wasn't a bone saw because it did get boring in the middle like i said and there was just some weirdnesses that go on um but all in all, I really enjoyed watching this, man. Yeah, man, it was a good movie. You know, it's eighties. No, it was ninety three. Ninety three. You know, but mm-hmm. it get it. I had that feel. Sure, it's all. It all goes back to that. You know. Well, I mean, that, you know, the thing whole... is, is, it was really the thing is, is I don't know if you're very uh, familiar with Brian Yesna. He's the guy that did Beyond Reanimator. In that movie, there's a severed penis that moves across the floor like an inchworm. Okay. I've never seen that. That's disgusting and filthy. <laughs> uh, I, you know, for some reason, I like most of what Brian Yuznes does. It's very, you know, it, it, I mean, visually and and kind of the idea, the silly ideas he comes up with is pretty interesting to me. You know, so I mean, in there was a lot of cool zombies, a lot of themes in this. Like I said, that were interesting and probably weren't indicative of the time. Right. You know, but. Um, I really enjoyed it. I give it a. I liked Riverman. I liked Santos. I liked uh, Chinaman at the yeah, you know, at yeah. the convenience store. Absolutely. I liked her punk rock uh, get up at the end. Oh yeah, the, the whole she really went thing. overboard. And you saw you her know, tits like, a lot. It was almost like one of those old lady setups. Like uh, uh, what, what was that with Ducky? Sixteen candle or oh uh, oh yeah 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 pretty uh, in pink yeah like where she tune in Tokyo she's putting the the gown together but right. it's like she's gouging shit through her skin yeah it's like, kind of like one of those oh, yeah. montages except for she's putting a chain through cuts in her skin yeah. in and out of that it was really wild. it was enjoyable it's a buy for me I, I enjoy I really like this movie and I guess that's that that's all there really is to it um I don't know man I mean the, I it was easy for me to overlook some of the shortcomings. And I guess that's it, you know? I guess yeah. that, that's all I got to say about it. Wake Go. up, caca. Wake up, caca. When he's right there with that fedora. Dude, that's a horrible... You're a cholo. Right. You've right. got a horrible shirt on that doesn't <laughs> represent choloism and, at all. Without a doubt, dude. And you're wearing a fedora with it. Not even a good mustache that right. represents the cholos. Right, right, right. And you're going, Olale, I'm the guy that's the representative <laughs> for the cholos. In South Central LA, which yeah. he tells me is harder than what it looked like. Didn't cut it, but I loved him anyways. Anyway, so I guess that's it. You got anything else to say about this one? That's it. I'm done, babe. Awesome. Good movie. Go check it out. Trust me. After this one, the series falls to shit with Necropolis, uh, Necrop, 
Necropolis and uh, Rape from the Grave yeah. sucks the asshole. Ooh. But I don't want to even but, see that. But the thing is, is the first one, the original Return of the Living Dead, is by far the greatest yes. in this series. With no doubt about it. Hands hands down better than this one, but this one's still a buy. Anyway, there you go. That's yeah. it, baby. I had a good time tonight. What, what, I had a good time. I'm, I, like I said, I'm fired up, man. I'm still fired feels up. feels good. It feels good. I just want to say um, thank you to everybody. Yes. Okay, who called in on the bone phone. I did forget to mention the, the question of the episode moving forward. So I'm going to go ahead and do that now. Jamie from Devour the Podcast, okay? Yeah. She called this one in. I want to go ahead and mention that She's now. She's flicking the bane. She is. Well, maybe. I don't know. I like to think she is. Um, she wants to know what specific horror movie scenes make people hot. She throws in, she throws in an example, uh, like the garden scene from Bram Stoker's Dracula, the werewolf or whatever that is. Oh yeah. Right there. Uh, Okay. I got you. Okay. And I already have some in my brain that that really is hot as shit. I'm percolating right now. Are you percolating over there? Oh my gosh. I, well, I've been able to percolate on this one for a while. So go ahead and call the bone phone 206-339-2730. That is 206-339-2730. Go ahead to corpsecollective.com. Click on the little tab that says the speak pipe. Or join the group. A, join the group, people. Tell a Facebook. friend. There you go. Tell a friend or don't. Or not. Whatever. Whatever. We still love you. I'm in the haystack. Anyways, other than that, uh, I guess that's it. So we will see you guys later. See ya. Oh,